John Podcast Network. Did you want me to mention the new format? Yeah, you can talk about it. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, new 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 for- format. New format. We're still doing every other Wednesday. Lately, just because um, pandemic-related reasons and seeing people-related reasons and life gets in the way kind of reasons, it's been it's been hard for us to record. Sometimes we've had a couple of things fall through that we're working to you know reschedule. So new format as of late is kind of turning into uh, we're going to be having a guest every other episode and just me and Hunter on other episodes. The other other episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I, in case you haven't heard, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. It's still a thing. It's still a thing that exists. I don't know. We've spoken enough and, and openly enough about this that if you were somebody that's like a pandemic denier or whatever, you probably oh, you've, don't. You've already given us a one on iTunes, so yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. you're not still listening to but us. But I hope you left a review because that still actually helps our, you know, algorithm <laughs> appearance. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all the interaction is good. If you're no gonna... news is no news is bad news, you know. If you're gonna hate us, hate us out loud. Thank you. Yeah. And like, you know, if it gets to a point where we're like, oh, let's just do a whole bunch with guests, like fuck it, I miss you know Oh yeah. Miss having people, then we will, because it's our show, we make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, there's no there's no real rhyme or reason. It was just like it was gonna be easier to do it this way for the time being. Excellent humans, and welcome to another. Ooh, <coughs> hello, excellent human. Yep, shit. <laughs> gonna do it this time. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm cutting all this out. Oh, you're editing this one. Cool, we can go long. <laughs> so, let's talk oh about God. La Brea. Oh my God. Open, Los Angeles. Why are you? 2021. Oh my God. A uh, lady is on her way to a job interview. I think. Hunter, Let me Google it. Hunter, please, for the love of God. Hello, excellent humans. <laughs> and welcome to... Oh, my God. Hunter. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. I didn't even do anything. I didn't do or say anything. <sighs> I'm in your head now. Yeah. You got the hoo-hahs. Yeah. T.S. Eliot said that. Hello, excellent humans. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe... can't believe how long this is taking. Hello, excellent humans, and welcome to another Hate Watch, Great Watch podcast. I am your host, Allison Yukulis. With me, as always, is my co-host. <laughs> co-host and huge problem, Hunter Bush. Hi, nice to meet you. Hunter the Problem Bush. Hunter the Problem Child Bush. Yeah, well. It's my wrestling name. It's just the two of us today. I picked a thing. Allison, what month is it? It is November. And that's all the thought that went into you picking this title. Also, it was a, a thing where I was like, I watched this as like a, a tween or a teen and didn't like it and wanted to revisit it because oh my god i didn't realize it was keanu reeves and uh Charlize theron and i was like i actually like them a lot now that i'm older and know who the fuck they are right right the film we are doing this week is sweet november from 2001 directed by pat o'connor fair but really you picked it because it's november yes well yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, guys. It's going to be a weird episode. Yeah. Do you want to know why? Because Allison and I just spent four fucking days going to the Philadelphia Unnamed Film Festival, Puff, which rules. Yeah. Everybody should go every year. If you're listening, hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. Yeah. um, It was lovely to see you. She has told me through the internet that she listened to a couple episodes and stuff, which is very sweet. And uh, Madeline also said she might uh check us out yeah, so if so... this is the episode you happen to listen to and you made it this far in hello then, hi yeah. yeah anybody else but yeah puff rules it's really really interesting film festival it's stuff that's off the beaten path genre films i'm i'm really hoping that we can express this in the articles that we're writing up about it but like they really outdid themselves this year oh incredible stuff programming was really great i hope more people if, if you're philly area and and listen Film festivals can be intimidating to people, but like yeah. Puff is not expensive, um, no. especially by compared yeah. to other film festivals. It is not difficult to get to. It's not you don't have to travel very far. It's in Philadelphia, so if you are a Philly native, it's here, and they genuinely have great, interesting genre stuff yeah. across a pretty pretty broad spectrum. Um, so if you just like genre films and you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll find something I like, you probably will. Yeah, it's kind of fried my brain a little. Yeah. So now here we are. In between watching and talking about Sweet November, all this has happened. So, like, my brain is, like, very scattered. Yeah. Even for me. So buckle up <laughs> for Sweet November. That's Sarah McLaughlin's song. It's based on this, right? Gotta be. She's got a song with Sweet November? Yeah, you know it. Sweet November. No, I don't. It's actually Sweet Surrender. Oh, okay. It's a funnier joke if you know that song. Yeah. Because you see it coming because the sweet is, like... Like 15 <laughs> bars long. Let's get started. So, this movie starts with Keanu waking up next to Lauren Graham, Lorelai from Gilmore Girls, which is crazy because the last episode we did Dirty Dancing, and that has another Gilmore Girls connection. Right, that was that the we grandmother talked about. something? Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't, yes. It's so, fine, people can do their own okay. Googling. Yeah, the grandmother from Gilmore Girls was the mom in Dirty Dancing, right. and now the mom, Lorelai from Gilmore Girls, is, is Keanu Reeves. Soon to be ex-girlfriend. Right. Spoilers. Named what? Angelica? Oh, I think it's Angela. Uh, I think it's it doesn't matter because she's barely in the movie and she disappears. Angelica. I think that translates to it doesn't matter. She's barely in the movie and disappears in yeah. French. Keanu Reeves is like, so he's got big uh, before energy of Turner from Turner and Hooch. Self-centered dickhead energy. Yeah. Yes. Like and, and very fastidious about like his space and stuff. See, I, I don't <laughs> I didn't read him as being fastidious about his space necessarily. Okay. He, it seems sparse because he doesn't care about anything. Sure. Except his yeah. job. Okay, yes. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't have a lot of stuff or decorations because the trappings of his life don't matter. Only his drive matters. Yeah. He has he has big gamer boy energy. Yeah. He's got 10 TVs and a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> he's always thinking about... This is pre-Mad Men advertising. Yeah. Uh, in the 90s, we were really into advertising and architecture as a job that you could have people do. Yeah. And uh, architecture was usually in thrillers. Um, I don't really know why that is, what that says about people who write thrillers. But advertising was more often than not in comedies. Why? Because you can do a funny bit. Yeah. That has, like, bad advertising. Like, somebody sat down to write, like, a comedy or a romantic comedy and were like, have them be an ad exec. We can do a whole bit. It writes itself. They definitely use the phrase it writes itself. For <laughs> films like What Women Want, that's a big one. He's he's uh, Mel Gibson. Sure. May he never rest in peace. <laughs> uh, 
Ooh, I think I'm going to say that from now on. I just said that off the top of my head, and I like it. May he never rest in peace. That's good. He's not dead yet, but yeah. when he do does die, he should never rest in peace. I like it. I like it. Thank you, Hunter. No, you're welcome. That's great. You can have that. Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you. It's not even my birthday. Anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood um, always likes to how, jerk how itself. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Is oh, a, is, is advertising? A, is advertising. Also romantic comedy. Yeah. yeah it's like a yeah. perfect romantic comedy type job. I was trying to get back to uh, Sweet November. We'll, gotcha. We'll, sorry. No, I was waiting for you. Well, eventually I was going to talk about uh, how it's uh, an adaptation, but that actually becomes more germane at the end rather than now. So it's okay. Like, Keanu's like a high-powered dickhead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he goes into work. We see a lot of things of him being a high-powered ad exec and everybody worshipping the ground he walks on. You know, he's got a secretary he kind of treats shitty. and Who's his fucking... His partner? Yeah. Greg German? Yes. Vince. Vince. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, Greg German. Allison, can you tell me what film Greg German was in that we've covered? No, I can't. I don't remember what's up. <laughs> I don't know. Episode four, Talladega Nights. Oh! He's the son who inherits Yeah! The, yeah. And he's and he's married to... Um, Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. It's clear even Anna. from the beginning that he lets Keanu do the, the work. And he's there to support Keanu, which is important. And hype him up and get him pumped and get him ready and make sure he's in the zone before they do a presentation or whatever. But he's not doing any of the thinking. He takes orders. He's like a lieutenant. Is he? Wait, what's a lieutenant? It's lieutenant, but you're British. Wait, really? Yeah. Is that it? Lieutenant yes. only exists in... Yeah, it's spelled the same. Wait, you it's just pr- pronounce oh, it different. Oh, it's just a pronunciation? Yeah. God, England is dumb. I'm glad we left there. <laughs> right? <laughs> lieutenant. Keanu's got to leave work early to go to the DMV because nobody beats the DMV, not even you. Do we mention Keanu Reeves' name is Nelson in this? Just want to throw that out there. Oh, yeah. You hear us say Nelson? Yes. That's Keanu. Yeah. They go into the office and he's got a hot dog, like, photo of a hot dog taped to his lamp. Because it's like, I'm thinking about hot dogs all the time. Well, he's in the method version of ad creation. (laughs) See, this is why, I mean, I know it's not this kind of comedy, but, like, I want to see him be, like, so crazy. Like, later on, we get him working on the account, and he's, like, he's working out. He's on a treadmill. He's sweating. He's got no shirt on. It's great. Everybody loves it. Everybody's horny. We get it. But then he, like, his microwaving a hot dog. He takes it out. And he's, like, it's so hot. There's great gifable moments of Keanu trying to insert this hot dog into his mouth long ways. And you're just, like, yeah, you could Photoshop this pretty good. But I just want him to be, like, you know, it's, like, oh, got hot dog stuff taped up. There's hot dog photos, and I'm eating hot dogs. I'm thinking, I'm putting myself in the mind of a hot dog consumer. I just want him I mean, to walk through, like... he goes, like, it's a hot dog. It goes, it's a hot, hot dog. It's a hot, hot dog. Because <laughs> he tries it, yeah. it's too hot. But oh, I want to see him so committed that, like, to get into their office, like, there's a beaded curtain, but it's all hot dogs. Oh, boy. And it goes through, and he's like, hot dogs, hot dogs, yeah, hot dogs, all right, hot dogs. He should have, like, Wienermobile toys on his desk and, like, all the hot dog shit you could have. Food Fighters, welcome yeah. back to the show. Food Fighters, we mentioned you. He puts in earbuds and it's just, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener on a loop. <laughs> That's what he should be working out to, honestly. <laughs> it might be a rights issue that maybe couldn't afford yeah, it. Yeah, right. But he should be, like, running on the treadmill, like, <gasps> it's like, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I truly like to be. Just like sweating and getting ripped. Instead of like at home watching anything on television or he should be like watching like how a hot dog's made. Educational films. No, but he says it during the pitch meeting, I guess. What's in him? Don't tell me. And I don't want to know. It's dangerous. That gets a laugh. Yeah. I don't want to know. And everybody's yeah. like, ha, 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 that's true. It is poison. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, that's the joke. And like the 90s, especially this is 2001. So the end of the 90s, we were starting to get obsessed with eating healthy and not just eating yeah. shit because it existed. You know, that became more of a cultural conversation. So yeah, hot dogs were an easy target. Yeah, it's a witch's brew of a meat product. Yeah, I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a meat tube. See, Timmy, that cow, that's where we get hamburger. And that python, that's where we get hot dogs. Long chain of linked up sausages. Mmm, yum, yum. You could really dog tooth that and that kid would grow up being like, no, don't eat hot dogs. They're just like, scaly my pet snake <laughs> my pet snake what's, scaly what's a good name for a pet snake i got to that point and i was like i don't have a go-to like snake name christopher that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible no there's no you know like rex if i said rex you it's like a dog name you know like but it's easy what's a good snake name i mean i feel like a good snake name is dog names because you said rex for <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'd name a snake Rex. Well, yeah, you would. You're weird. Okay. I'm weird. We're weird together. We would name a snake Christopher. Legolas. Legolas is good. <laughs> Damn. Legolas might take it. This is 2001. The Legolas didn't exist yet, right? I mean, oh, not no. unless you were a nerd no. that read books. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, no. Like, if I said Legolas, people would be like, I'm sorry, Gazuntite? Yeah. Where are you from? No, 2001, I think the first. Oh, uh, shoot. 2001. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Nelson has to go to the DMV. He, like, doesn't have a driver's license and has just been driving his company car around. He has one. It's expired. Oh, it's very expired. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and if he gets like, one more speeding ticket, which I guess is a problem for him, they'll take it and he'll never be able to drive. Like, well, yeah, because why would giving a fuck extend to signs? <laughs> uh, I can't drive the speed limit. I'm thinking about hot dogs. <laughs> you don't get it. This takes place in San Francisco, yes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he should have been working on uh, rice aroni. I guess they couldn't get that. They no, because you're never going to beat company. the San Francisco treat. Like, it's never going to be. Although, it would have been funny to see him give, like, an edgy, horny, we want a hot dog that fucks, like, type of presentation about, about rice aroni. Which is, I mean, that's where this goes. Yes, there's a literal meat cute. <laughs> because Sarah, played by Charlize Theron, comes Furio in. Furio Sarah. Yes comes in with a bunch of like yeah paper grocery bags and stuff and she's dropping stuff including a salami that nelson hands back to her i believe it's a colombo salami okay is that a that's what i thought he said i didn't write it down but i'm pretty sure he was like yeah, I don't know. at I've the also... end at the end he gives her gifts and i think he's like the colombo salami it started it all yeah i don't know i've never been to san francisco uh maybe that's their equivalent of dropping a pat's cheesesteak no something. it's it's a it's a cured meat they made out of peter falk <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, the falcon our stars. The falcon our stars. That's, I've never seen falcon our stars, but I 100% that's a better movie. <laughs> uh, just one more thing there, ma'am. I can, uh, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I am a teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, the Falcon Our Stars is an infinitely better movie that will never exist. Yeah, well, you're going to make a poster for it, I'm I sure. I am so. going to make a poster, and it's already the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. Uh. It's going to be Peter Falk's grizzled catcher's mitt character actor 70s chain smoker face about to kiss whatever teenage girl is in that movie. Yeah. Holy shit. But yeah, so, Sarah, they're taking tests. Keanu's like stuck on number nine or whatever and is like trying to like get answers from her and stuff 
Yeah, she comes, she's a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, but before that was like a thing, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fresh. Like Allison said, she comes in with these two grocery bags. She's a mess. She's very disorganized. She's late to the, they're about to take the test. The guy is giving the final, like, if you go to the bathroom, you may not take the test with you. If you do not return from the bathroom, you will fail the test. You know, like he's giving that, like, intro thing to, you know, be just about ready to start the test. Mm-hmm. Spills her bag. Bill's, you know, food, she's picking them up, nobody's helping her. Keanu's kind of like, oh, this sausage touched my desk, and hands it to her, and, and they start the test, and Keanu's like, hey, psst, hey, hey, psst, hey, I'm the one, <laughs> uh, but I don't know the answer to number nine. Yeah. Uh, what is it? And she straight up is like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, I didn't get there yet. He's like, I'm not on that one yet. I don't know what, you're, I don't know what to tell you. And the, uh, I don't know, Proctor, Proctor. Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Proctor guy is like, hey, you. Excuse me. Hey, you, you, yeah. And Keanu's like, and just like zips, you know. Yeah. Because he's a white man. Mm-hmm. And she's like. Me? Yeah, she's like me. He's like, yeah, you, with the hat and the groceries, whatever the fuck. The cute one. Uh-huh. Female lead, you. He's like, bring a test up here. And he tears it up. And he's like, you can take it again in two weeks or four weeks or whatever the fuck it is. And she's like, yeah, like, you're kidding. And she goes to get her groceries. And it's like, okay, get some going. This is me. And she's like eyeing, she's like daggers, staring daggers at Keanu. Like, I guess I'm leaving now. Waiting for him to be like, hey, it was actually me. I was the one that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, see you later. Because Nelson is not somebody that takes responsibility for his actions. No. He's never been held responsible. Yeah. Looking out for numero uno. Numero uno. That's Spanish for the one. <laughs> so when Keanu leaves the test, she's out there waiting for him, sitting on his car. And he immediately, as soon as he leaves the building, is on the phone with uh, Vince. And he's like, oh, no, I know. Well, I had to get my license, whatever. And he walks by her van, which is like barking mad pet groomers or something. Yeah. And he goes, all right, what about this? I'm barking mad for whatever's hot dogs, whatever the hot dog account they're working on is, right? And and he's like, that sucks. Yeah, and he's like, that, that sucks. sucks. He's like, I know it sucks. <laughs> and he's like, but it's, you know, it's all I got right now. And um, she goes, oh, so you can read. Uh, is this your van? And she's sitting on his car. She's like, oh, is this your car? Weird. She kind of berates him like, hey, you you lost me my license. Like, this is on you. And you didn't say anything. Thanks for that. And he's like, yeah, all right. I'll have my secretary. Here, call my secretary. She'll pay for a car service for you or whatever. And Charlize Theron's like, no, I want you to do it. You need to be responsible for your actions. I don't want you to pass this off to have somebody else do it. He's like, here, can I just give you money? And she says, redemption's not for sales today. Yeah. That's pretty good. That sounds like a Our Lady Peace song or something. <laughs> Yeah. But I like that line. Well, also, we will come to find that she understands that money can't buy out all your problems. I guess he ends up driving her home, right? No, he goes home. He eats a hot, hot dog. Yeah. He is on a treadmill. He puts a wiener in his mouth. And again, I don't understand why I've never seen gifts of this. This should be this should be so gift. She shows up, right? Like yeah, she, she shows just, up at his okay. building. He doesn't know how she found out where he lives. Okay. Yeah. She yeah, says, yeah. I'm smart. He gave her his business card so she could contact his secretary to get the secretary to pay for the ride share so she knows his name so right. she could look up where he fucking lives. And then also He's... she had all the time in the world sitting on his car to like have his plate number and all this yeah. shit. Like you, <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah. You and didn't, you didn't need a Columbo to crack it. <laughs> just one more thing. You're going to take this nice chaotic girl. You're going to drive her around for a month. There's one more thing. I matched your bite prints on the hot dog to, to a dead body we got in the morgue. <laughs> It's a different movie now. Yeah, so she shows up at his place. She's being very embarrassing. She's harassing his doorman. Yeah. he ha- It's a fancy place because he's, you know, fancy 2001 rich guy. So it's got like a video phone interface. The doorman like gets on the video and he's like, 
we have a situation down here. And she like pushes her way in. And she's like, hi. I'm just trying to eat this really, really hot, hot dog. Yeah. She starts fake putting him on blast, like loudly in the lobby. I think she's like, oh, we had such a great time. And like, oh, you know, it was so passionate. And like, she's basically being like, we we had sex. And Mm -hmm. I'm in the lobby. And he's like, all right, just shut up. I'll be right down. Throws on a shirt. He goes down, takes her outside. He's like, "What what are you trying to do? I want you to, you know, be responsible for your actions. Like, you yeah. fucked me over. I'm not going to let it go. I yeah. need you to drive me on an errand right now. No, I will not do that. I must eat this hot hot dog for work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> she starts putting him on blast outside. Oh, hey, do you want to join us upstairs? We have a hot tub full of hot fudge. She's just, like, propositioning random wim- people, wim- random women outside of his building. <laughs> Then, like, his, like, older neighbors are going in, and she's like, he's a flasher. He flashed me on the street. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? I have to live here. And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, you fucked up my shit, so I don't care how fucked up your shit gets. That's what happens. Yeah. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps, Larry. Yeah. Like, this is what happens when you don't care, and you find somebody that cares even less. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing that happens later where she actually just says that's life. And yeah. I was like, oh, I get it. She's the Joker. <laughs> this is her Joker moment. <laughs> yeah, so Nelson is shanghaied into... Agreeing to run an errand for her. Yeah. To kidnap two dogs. Do you actually... I meant to look this up. Do you know what kind of dogs they are? No. I'm not great at dogs. Beerman should have been here. He's a dog guy. Yeah. Um... They look terrier-ish. Yes. Maybe. That is true. I mean, they're definitely like smaller breeds. For listeners, I'm going to text Beerman right now, quick, what kind of dogs are they in Sweet November? Just to see what his answer is. I don't think he's ever seen the movie or would know the answer. I'm just curious. I believe they are the same kind of dog as the dog in As Good As It Gets. Oh, boy. Yeah. One of the dogs rescued by Charlize Theron in this film, and it plays uh, Vertle in As Good As It Gets. God, I'm good. Way to be. Here's our text exchange. Okay. Quick, what kind of dogs are they in the 2001 film Sweet November? You're my dog guy. Immediately. I don't fucking know. It's a Brussels griffin. <laughs> Is that a dog? I told you, he's my dog guy. How did he... He's a dog savant. Brian, uh, you beautiful bastard. I can't believe you <laughs> Are you that. doing an episode on this? Yes. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Brian. Turns out you're yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. Hello from the past. So they yeah, kidnap, a, be long. They kidnap a dog. Two. Two dogs. A dog. A dogs. Okay. Sorry. The, I know it's the singular, the singular plural. plural. Yep. Yeah, that old chestnuts. Um, and her, he drops her off. <laughs> that old chestnuts is good. High five. And when uh, he drops her off, she has an ultimatum, which is come up for cocoa. Yeah. Or I'll see you tomorrow at the same time, eight o'clock work. And he's like, no, uh, what, uh, no, uh, what? Because he's like, we're done, right? Because we did a crime, and I'm used to getting away with those, but I don't usually have an accomplice. He goes up. She gives him her ultimatum. Which yeah. is, live with me for one month, and I will change your life. Yeah, I had just seen some, like, viral thing that was pointing out unsolicited advice is criticism. 
that's very much what's happening here. Is she's yeah. like, she's like, you don't give a shit about anything and stuff. And he's like, I have a girlfriend. And she's like, No, you don't. No, you don't. He's like, her name's Angelica. Yeah. It's French for she's barely in the movie and doesn't matter. Right. And she's like, you know, woman has a special something she leaves on a man and you don't have it. So either you don't have a girlfriend or you won't have one for long. Right. Yeah. Turns out very true. But she's like, yeah, like you don't care about anything and you should care about stuff. So like live with me for a month and I will teach you how to not be terrible. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to do the run through of the whole plot. It'll make things easier for people to follow along. All right. This is a movie about Nelson, Keanu Reeves. He meets, he's very, he's an asshole, and he meets a chaotic lady, Sarah, played by Charlize Theron. Chaotic good. She is chaotic good. And he's kind of lawful evil. I mean, he might be lawful neutral. I don't think he goes out of his way to be a dick to people or anything. I think it's just that he's so self-serving that it ends up being, um, you know, like, like, um, his girlfriend wants him to come out to dinner with her parents and stuff. And he's like, no, I hate that. And that was the end of it, you know? It's not like he specifically went out and, like, tanked everything or anything, you know? Fair, yeah. So maybe he's lawful neutral. Or yeah. Maybe he's true neutral. Maybe. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. Yeah, because, I mean, also, like, this being tickets is a disdain for the law or whatever. Yeah, that's he's, true. He's got his own right. rules he that he plays by. He doesn't by, care about the law. And he's got enough money that it kind of doesn't matter most times. But he ruins her chance to get her driver's license back. So uh, she can't try again for another month. So she enters into an agreement with him where first she will, uh, he will usher her around, drive her around for the month. And then she ups the ante to, you should live with me for a month. I will change your life. He says, you're crazy, which is not wrong, but also it's not right. Then he loses his job. His girlfriend breaks up with him. His life is on the skids. He's falling apart. He's a wreck. Everybody doesn't like him. He's like, fine, I have nothing to lose. So he moves in with her and his life changes and he falls in love. And then a sad thing happens at the end. So that is... That is the the plot of the film, and now yeah. we shall start talking through it in a disorganized fashion, yeah. as we are known to do. Nelson goes to his hot dog presentation, and, and it gets progressively, overtly more sexual. Yeah, well... Um, he's got these great illustrations that, I don't think they were, but they look like some of the... There was a period of time in the mid-90s where um, a bunch of, like, California punk bands had uh, cover art done by this one artist. I don't know the name. I just could recognize the style. Okay. Um, but I found it through Bad Religion. There, um, uh, is it Suffer? Has this like painted um, of like a kid on fire in like a nice suburban neighborhood, like standing on the sidewalk in broad daylight. The illustrations for this hot dog thing reminded me of that. It's not exactly the same, but it was like similar. You know, it's like whatever. It's guys grilling and like the hot dog placement is like vaguely phallic, but it's not maybe not it's, super it's, overt. Right. It's enough that there's plausible deniability there for the first one. <laughs> right, right. And as it continues on, it gets more and more like overtly sexual where yeah. um, it's like kids, like teens sitting on like logs around a campfire on a beach. The one guy has his, like, it's, like, waist down on him or, like, uh, ribs down. And he's got his back to the camera. And there's a girl sitting on a log eating a wiener. But, like, positioning, it's like it's like the Austin Powers gag of, yeah. like, his dick is the wiener. And, like, all that kind of thing. And then there's, like, th at the end, there's, like, children eating a giant wiener. There's, like, this, this, like, young child is shoving this big hot dog into her mouth and eating it. And, like, the kid is, like, staring at it like, wow, what a big wiener. Yeah. And it's just, like overtly sexual and aggressive in a way that is intentionally bad because like yeah 
He starts off and also, he does the joke. Of, there's he, a lot of flames and sweatiness. Well, yes, it's a hot, hot dog. It's Exa- a hot yeah. dog is his whole his whole pitch. Yeah. And we mentioned Allison mentioned earlier the like, you know, he's doing his pitch and he's like, hot dogs. There's American as apple pie. What's in them? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Yeah. And like the guy that runs the company is like, ha ha ha, good one. You know. Yeah. But as it goes on, he's like, and like by the end of it, he's like screaming. It's a real fucking like Mad Men. You yeah. know. It's a Sunday afternoon and everybody's, you know, in the backyard, stuff like that. And what do they want? A hot dog. Yeah, he's like, he's like, what do they want? They want a hot dog. They want hot steaming meat in between their lips. And he's just like losing his fucking mind. Clearly, like as the in, the inner cuts show, like he is losing all of them, including yeah. uh, Greg German, Vince, including him. Yeah. He's just constantly, it's, he's like, yeah. oh no. It's a, it's a ball game and everybody's in the park and, you know. They hit a home run and everybody's cheering and what are they swinging around? Hot dog. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, it's really it's really fun because, like, I'm sure as an actor, it's great to throw yourself into something that's doomed to fail. Sure. Like, to really be able to commit to something because it doesn't matter how big you go. Yeah. Like, as an actor, it's supposed to be bad. Right. So there's if no it gets range. bad, then it's fine. Right. Like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And that must be really freeing and fun to do. Yeah. And, like, dude, if I was if I was Keanu Reeves, if, if or I should say, if I was playing Nelson, I'd be like, we're spending a whole day on this, right? Like, I'm going to do this all day. We're going to break for lunch, and we're going to come back, and I'm going to do more of these. Like, I'm going fucking wide with it. Also, I dropped acid 40 minutes ago, and I am fucking ready to go. So are we rolling? Because we should be rolling. (laughs) I mean, that's how they figured out that DNA was a helix. Yeah, dude. Acid's great. I don't understand why people don't like acid or mushrooms. Now, it might not be for you, but you should try it to find out. Get a babysitter, somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing. Don't get your pastor or your mom, unless your mom knows what she's doing, which is, that's fair. Yeah. My mom is available. Yeah. She will babysit you through no, your trip. She, she's not going to judge. No. My mom is old Kentucky shark and she has been there. Moving on. <laughs> I so, forgot where we were. Pitch meeting. Yeah. So they yeah. hate this pitch. Yeah. And he, he fucking immediately is like, well, fuck you if you don't like it. Which is like the exactly the fucking attitude you should well, have. And right? they do the like, you know, we're going to your competitors. Well, yes, yeah. they're uh oh shit, hold on. Oh, you have it written down, okay. Baker Bohannon. So they're like, We're gonna go with Baker Bohannon. They had a much better pitch. And he's like, Who cares? It's mystery meat. You're killing us all. Like My swear- note for the oh. pitch meeting was uh just that uh the tits was where you really lost them. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it gets really sexual. It does, and there is definitely a tipping point, and yeah. it's very funny to see where well everybody's done. faces fall. It's pretty well done, yeah. So he goes back to his ad agency. He's like, whatever, fuck it. His boss is like, well, no, you embarrassed us. You know, he's like, I want you to take some time off. And he's like, no, I'm fine. Just give me another account. And he's like, Nelson, take some time off. Either, you know, short term or permanently. And he's like, what? Say that again. And he's like, you're fired. He's like, what? Say that again. He's like, you're fired. And he storms out. Mm -hmm. And he goes home and he walks in. And Lorelai from the Gilmore Girls is like, (laughs) I got to go be on Gilmore Girls in like a year or whatever. (laughs) So like, I'm the fuck out of here. Like, it's great to fuck the one and all. But like. Yeah. Was she doing it secretly? Because I think it was kind of like, it had shades of like, what are you doing home? It had it had that awkward like, oh, you're home. I was hoping to just be gone. Yeah. And like, you wouldn't have noticed. Right. Because why would you? And he's Yeah, like, he's kind of like, why are you here? Then sees that she's got like... A suitcase. A, yeah. Big a, old suitcase. Yeah. And he's like, you're kidding me. And then it's just like hard cuts. Because like, 
even their breakup doesn't matter yeah to him or yeah. to the story because like well and also she didn't even have a lot of stuff over there no that was part of it that he like <laughs> yeah. doesn't open up doesn't share his life like yeah he, um, he, he throws a tantrum and gets a cut on his hand yeah and then the doorman buzzes up and is like i have a package for you and he's like i don't care leaving the hallway he's like i was instructed to give it to you in person and he's like i don't care and he's like okay he opens it and it's a dog ernie he goes to return the dog and she's like well and it says november on the package right because yeah she's like you know yeah we can start november 1st yes this is a secret the... halloween movie so you can put this on your halloween film playlist you know halloween film like block if you're scheduling like a halloween watch party throw this in there because it starts on halloween yeah they don't ever mention it. It's not important, but it right. does technically start on Halloween. Therefore, it is included in my well, letterbox list of Halloween films. Yeah. They are both the overt films that take place obviously on Halloween and films that in some way reference Halloween. Yeah. Sometimes it's a montage. Sometimes like this, they just are like, tomorrow is November. And I'm like, well, then it's hella fucking ween. While we're on the subject of Letterboxd, I will do my segment. Which doesn't have like a snazzy name, but it is now Hunter reads the things that the actors in this film have appeared on that we've watched on Letterboxd. Keanu Reeves is by far, I mean, we've only done it like four times or whatever, but this is by far the longest filmography. Uh, we've got Babes in Toyland. Oh, we did watch that. Yeah. Yes, we did. The Three Bills and Teds. Yeah, previous episode 48. My own, my own Private Idaho previous episode. Point Break. The Four Matrixes, the trilogy and yeah. then Matrix Resurrections or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The John Wicks. The film Keanu, The Bad Batch, yeah, Toy Story 4, uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie. <laughs> um, so that's Keanu. He has the longest filmography. Huh. Charlize Theron, we have seen in this. Monster, Mad Max Fury Road, yeah, Atomic Blonde, F8, The Fate of the Furious, yeah, Long Shot, um, The Old Guard, which is that uh, Netflix original. Yeah, that, like, that yeah. was less good. <laughs> it, was right. it was all right. It had stuff in it I liked, sure. but it wasn't great right. for me. Right. Uh, F9. And Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. She shows up at the end as Clea. Spoilers. <laughs> the future wife of Doctor Strange. Spoilers. I don't give a shit. Fuck the MCU. I'm spoiling all kinds of shit. Thanos, turns out, two dicks. <laughs> but Jason Isaacs appeared in only Armageddon. That's the only thing I've logged in. <laughs> uh, Greg German, previous episode, Talladega Nights. Yeah. So I Married an Axe Murderer. And Child's Play 2, which I forgot about. Uh, Liam Aiken, who plays the, the kid in this, Abner. Yeah. Was also in The Object of My Affection. Really? Yeah, which we just watched. Yeah, we did. And Road to Perdition. Huh. And also not mentioned yet, Michael Rosenbaum. Welcome back to the show. He was on episode 66, Cursed. Oh. You were not on those, a Tina episode. No. And of course, Frank Langella. We haven't mentioned him yet. He's got a small part. Uh, the Ninth Gate. But welcome back to the show, Frank Langella. Previous episode number 58, Brain Scan. He's the oh. cop. Oh, Okay. That is Hunter's Letterbox Corner or whatever we're calling it. We don't have a snappy name for it. The snappy name segment Hunter Letterbox thing. Uh, where do we stop? He um, goes to her house. She oh, bandages yeah. his hand. His hand when he's And he's been carrying his... a dog, so the dog peed on him. And so she takes his shirt and he's like, why are you taking my shirt? And she's like, because you're fucking hot. And he goes, no, for real though. Why are you taking it? And she goes, you smell like puppy pee. So she launders his shirt. And then they almost have sex. But he's an alpha. Yeah. And she, so he's like. She's like trying to tell him to like, you know. And she's like, slow yeah. down. She's like, I'm definitely going to fuck you. Which is like, I'm Charlize Theron. So like, you're welcome. <laughs> but like, just take it slow. And he's like, no, an alpha takes what he wants. He mounts his prey or yeah. whatever. So he's just like pushing her down on the couch. 
and is like undoing her shirt really fast. And he's she's like, again, yeah. slow down. Slow your roll, hot dog boy. Right. And he gets frustrated because <laughs> he's like, why are so many people trying to tell me what to do with my life? And it's like, because you're bad at it. And he's like, no, I'm real good at it. That's why I don't have a job or a girlfriend. And I don't understand what you mean by slow down and let's have sex in a normal way. So then he storms out into the rain like he's fucking John Cusack. She goes out and she's like, dude, it's fine. Like, we're, I'm going to sleep with you. You just have to slow down. He goes, have you considered a career in sales? You should. You're relentless. <laughs> and she's like, I haven't. Uh, that's great, though. And they go upstairs and then they do sleep together. And it's great, I guess. He wakes up the next morning and puts on, I guess, like Optimus Prime boxers or it was either that or Voltron. It's something. And then immediately starts doing what he always does, which is getting coffee and getting his cell phone out. And part of the stipulation was a month. You live with me. No work. Right. You can't work. Right. Which should be easy because you don't have a job. Turns yeah. out she has given his clothes away. And he's like, what's wrong with your TV? And she's like, nothing. It's a planter because <laughs> there's obviously plants growing out of it. This dumb fuck. And you want to be the one. <laughs> Get out of here. You can't deal with the machines. You can't even tell that TV's a planner. I mean, Someone be, to, you are. To be fair, he figured he was already slumming it with one instead of ten televisions. Yeah. The Oracle was like, now what's really going to do your head in is whether or not that TV is actually a planter, considering there's fucking plants growing out of it, you idiot. Whoa. Enter Jason Isaacs. Chaz. He's, what, Irish? Irish. Handsome. Yeah. Very handsome. Yeah, he just pops in to be like, hey, you know, and wanted so, to get coffee, wanted to say hi, you know, that kind of thing checks up on her. Yeah, and you get a little inclination. He's like, oh, so this is November, you and know, Keanu what happened has, October? Keanu has put on a uh, sweatshirt, and so he's like, what happened October? And Does she say this now? It, it doesn't matter. At some point, she's like, he got kind of too clingy, so we ended it early. He's like, oh, that's what happened to my sweatshirt. And Keanu's like, oh. And he starts to take it off. He's like, no, nah, keep it. It looks better on you. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll talk to you later. And he, like, kisses her on the cheek. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. And Keanu's like, the whole time he's doing, like, what? Duh? Huh? Face. Jason Isaacs leaves. Uh, I, I want out again. We yeah. just did this. Like, every every other scene is this right now. Yeah. What kind of swinging nonsense have you brought me into? Uh, I didn't agree to be the third. Yeah. I'm the one. Do you not know? Yeah, so it turns into, like, a fight that spills out onto the street. He's kind of trying to, like, leave and stuff. And she's like, I can't explain everything to you. I just, I won't lie to you. We meet uh, Abner, played by Liam Macon, who I mentioned. He is balancing on one leg. He's trying to beat the Guinness record, which is 300 hours. Keanu, he's, he asks Keanu, like, do you want to time me? And he's like, uh, no, I don't have time for that. And he's like, loser. <laughs> Owns Keanu Reeves right to his face, which is great. A homeless guy comes up and is like, hey, you know, Sarah, I have a question, something, something. And he goes, is that my shirt? And the guy like looks at it and then turns and runs. Well, I think he asks them for money and stuff. And she's like, don't be greedy. <laughs> I already gave you he's those clothes. Shirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's like, is that my shirt? And then runs off. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what do you even want from me? And she's like, I just want time. Like, the stuff I need takes time. And that's the only way you're going to get anything out of this. Right. And it doesn't matter how much time... Just whatever you can spare. And he's like, okay, I can spare a day. Right, just today. Yeah. And she's like, fine, that'll work. Yeah. So they walk dogs down to the beach. It's a million fucking poodles. It's five. It's five poodles. And it feels six, like a million to me. Play, they're big, by too. six poodles. Yeah, they're standard poodles, so they're, like, rideable. Big, yeah. Big. <laughs> take them to the beach. They take them off the <laughs> leashes. They let them run around. They throw a ball. They're having a fucking blast. She's doing cartwheels in the surf. Keanu Reeves has a moment where he, like, looks at her and, like, reflects and is like, Look how carefree she is. I don't get it. Yeah. 
they go back to her place and she blindfolds him with a scarf. Yeah, they do like this blind man's bluff thing repeatedly. It's like one of their little things. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, come find me in the apartment. He does everything the way he does everything, which is like dick first all the time. Yeah. So instead of being like, I will step carefully and small and you know delicately and feel around he just kind of walks forward and bangs into a table and like falls down and she's laughing at him and then like walks over you know he's laying on the ground and she undoes the blindfold and he's like uh and was this supposed to be fun why and she's like you're an idiot you're like an actual idiot you're like an idiot baby (laughs) he asks her like why a month this is like part kind of a montage They, they keep doing this thing like where it's kind of a montage, but they will pop out for dialogue and then go back into montaging a little bit. Yeah. So he asks her, like, why a month? And she says it is... Uh, Long enough to be meaningful and short enough to stay out of trouble. Right. And again, like, they're doing carefree things, which is new for him. Just for the joy of doing them. Yeah. Because I'll... he's like, how do you pay the bills walking these dogs? And she's like, I don't do it for money. I do it because I like doing it. Yeah. I mean, while they're doing, like, the whole dog walking day and everything, she does explain that she used to be, like, one of the founders of a successful pet company and that she left that life. But She's vague about it. Right. The implication is that they did well enough that she's, you know... Independently wealthy. Right. And, yeah, her sister has continued the business. Yes, it is a family business. The sister runs it now. Yeah. They go to a RC boat race, radio-controlled boats. Oh, yeah, because uh, Abner's competing. competing. And he is uh, an orphan. He's not an orphan. He's got a mom, but his dad, I guess, either died or is in the picture or something. He's but basically yeah. an orphan because his mom doesn't exist in this movie. That's okay. Fair. Uh, he can say he's got a mom, but that might be some Anthony Perkins shit. He's like, yeah, I got a mom. And she's just a skeleton in a rocking chair. But yeah, I mean, like he's, yeah, a little weirdo and all the other kids clock that. So they're he's, giving him a lot of shit. For... He's a very specific kind of weirdo, which is like, he's dorky in a way that will never become cool like yeah. this is 2001 so like the rise of geek culture had begun already sure um so like if he was into spider-man and they were being like you're dumb yeah that wouldn't have right aged it wouldn't have aged well we'd be like oh now you're dumb now you're the dumb one kid but this is not that he's just like you know kind of like his own weird little kid he wants to break a you know standing on your leg record he decorated his rc boat fancifully you know just like crazy patterns and shit and it, it, it doesn't look like all their sleek you know store-bought fancy pants ones that they're going to use to win the race and he likes wearing ties and shit yeah he just he yeah. dresses like a little old jewish comedian and that's weird i guess in san fucking cisco i'm sure that's so weird like oh he drew on the sail of his boat how weird in San Fran fucking Cisco. Like, I don't know. I don't buy it. Maybe they're in the Fair. uptight region. I don't know. Yeah. So like, mean, I'm just saying San Francisco has a reputation as being like pretty fucking, pretty fucking cool. Like, I mean, to, to devil's advocate just a little bit though, like kids will be fucking mean for no reason. Like they'll pick anything to make a thing out of. Right. But they're kind of just ragging on him for being weird. Whereas if they were like, Oh, your dad's dead and your mom's not in this movie. I'd be like, well, that makes sense. Like kids are assholes. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're not, you know, Keanu's like, don't listen to them, Abner. And they're like, Abner. Nelson apparently like also was bullied as a kid. And that's, that's one of the reasons why he's like, you know, got to be great at everything now. Yeah. I was bullied as a kid. That's why I have to be great at everything too. Yeah. But why I'm so fit. And, uh, I have like a lot of money. And I banged all the Gilmore girls. All of them. So. I've never seen that movie. How many girls are there? It's a TV show. I mean, like, the family, there's three. There's the grandmother. Banged them all. Where were we? 
Boat race. Boat race. RC boat. What yeah. happens at the boat race, Allison? He bribes the guy with the submarine. Radio-controlled submarine. Yeah. Not R- a full-size one. RC sub. <laughs> then I sung the Beastie Boys song because it's uh, <laughs> sabotage. Right. So Keanu gives the guy money because he has money. And yeah. the guy with the, R- uh, the yeah. RC sub How, sinks like, all the boats. Yeah. How'd you like to make a hundred bucks? Yeah. And so it's, you know, these kids are like, we're in the lead. And Abner's, you know, trying, but like his boat is smaller and I don't know, maybe he built it himself from a kit or something. I don't know. It's, it's you know, it's not as uh, flashy as theirs. Yeah. And so they're way ahead. And then all of a sudden they just start fucking tipping and their sails hit the water. And they're like, what's wrong with all of our boats? And they're like, Abner must be cheating because this is the only one that doesn't tip over. And he's like, no, my boat's just better than yours. And I was like, hell yeah, Abner. Is cheating better or worse than bullying? Yeah, I don't know. Cheating is, in this situation, cheating is fine. It's cheating to correct an imbalance. Sure. Okay. Which is like, if they were just winning fair and square and they were nice about it, don't worry, Abner, you'll get them next year. You almost had me there, pal. Yeah. Then he'd be like, all right. And Abner would still feel bad, but he wouldn't feel as bad as having to lose to somebody that was like, well, fuck you, you fucking loser. Nobody should have to deal with that. Yeah. I'm glad you don't have a dad. Right. Um, so in that instance, yeah, I think it's totally fine to cheat. In fact, I think Keanu should have fucking, you know, thrown those kids into the goddamn ocean. Push them off a fucking pier. Be like, oh, you guys won. I have your, your fucking trophy up on the end of the pier. Mm-hmm. And when they got up there, I'd be like, psych. And push them <laughs> all in. Be like, hope you can swim, bitch. It's a sound strategy. Listen, those kids. Get it? Oh, because the pier. Because <laughs> it's the sound. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, Sarah gives him yeah. a little like, well, you know. He's going to have to learn to fight his own battles. Yeah, he's yeah. never going to learn to fight his own battles. if you. And he's like, yeah, but not today. He's like, he doesn't have to learn it today. Which, yeah. He he said, he he a little bit is like, I wish I had somebody to fight, you know, some of my battles for me. Like, I was bullied. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, he's a character with dimension. I, I really don't care about him in this. Like, he's, a di- I mean, I love Keanu and that's, I'm not, this is not a judgment of him, but. Nelson as a character kind of is a dick. You know, we know he's going to come around. And that's all. I don't need to know about your, oh, your life is so sad. It's fine. I don't care. It's a kind of montaging. It's right after this. They're like out for pizza or whatever. And Vince comes in and he's getting coffee for him and his date, who he doesn't know the name of. Yeah. And there you are. I haven't seen you. Where have you been? He's like, uh, I've been uh, taking some time off. Uh-huh. And he looks at Charlie Theron. He's like, I can see that. And, you know, there's a kid there. And so he's like, oh, pretty domesticated and Charlie Theron's like I don't like this guy but she's like and uh who is your date and he's like uh that's uh and she's like you can't remember her name he's like he doesn't she doesn't remember she doesn't care if I remember her name as long as I pick up the check am I right and she's like wow and then she's like come on Vince we're gonna miss the movie and then they leave and she goes so that's your friend and he's like business partner and she's like do you trust him and he's like I mean like that attitude wears on you after a while but like sure and she's like no i mean like if if a scary situation arose in your life would you trust him and he's like what do you mean and she's like never mind and that's called foreshadowing and also projection but sure i i mean i think she's trying to feel out like does he have any relationships in his life that are positive and salvageable and and, right yeah right is there anybody in his life that like is meaningful in a, and good for him. In sure. A, you know, like, that isn't detrimental to him as a person. But she's also, yes, you're right, like, projecting a little when she's like, uh, what kind of friend is he? And she's like, I don't know, like, theoretically, if you had cancer and you weren't telling anybody about it, really, because it's like, you're kind of just, like, letting it happen and letting nature take its course, like, would that be cool with him? Or... 
Keanu's like, what did you say? And she's like, nothing. Never mind. Pizza. Then the next big thing is the dinner party. Yeah, so Chaz. Let's start. Yeah, the big, big reveal of the dinner party. Yeah, Chaz is a downstairs neighbor. And he's reappeared a couple of times. There's like a a one-off thing of Keanu going like, doesn't he know how to make his own coffee? Not bad. All right. I mean, the secret to a Keanu is understanding that he is Canadian. Because things kind of sound like questions when they aren't. Yeah, I didn't realize that and that's really funny because it does get lumped in with like the california like surfer thing because that was also like the valley accents very you know yeah goes up at the end like you know (laughs) so chaz yeah the dinner party fuck okay so chaz turns out yeah is also also cherry cherry him and his boyfriend played by michael rosenbaum yes welcome back to the show i said michael rosenbaum from cursed plays brandon slash brandy they're you know a couple that lives downstairs from sarah yes uh who also are in the drag community i guess yeah yeah and yeah dress however you want to dress talk however you want to talk it's fine yeah if it goes up at the end and people think that you talk like a valley girl you Uh can tell them you're just talking like a canadian you can tell them suck a huge butt (laughs) yeah you don't get to tell me how to talk I'll talk however the fuck I want. Also, I keyed your car. <laughs> and I popped the front tires. Now your car goes up at the end, just like my sentence. <laughs> I've got a bus to catch. <laughs> so do you now? <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll see you on it. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Um... <laughs> Yeah, hey, watch <laughs> Be yourself. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine 99% of the time. <laughs> anyway, dinner party, yeah. The other big reveal is that Chaz... Oh, yeah, Chaz is another ad guy. He works at Baker Bohannon. Which you might remember from the hot, hot dogness. Dog. Yeah, and like, and they name drop them a couple of times. It's funny, kind of, because like, again, it's only the beginning of the movie, briefly, like twice, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. But Chaz in this scene, because Keanu is a dickhead, so there's a TV in the room, and they're having a dinner party, but Keanu gets up to go stand in front of the TV and change channels and look at ads. They're all kind of like looking at each other, like he got up, and Chaz goes, "Oh, I'll go talk to him." So he goes over and he's like, "I like this ad," and it's like, whatever, doesn't matter what it is. It's got a guy in a kilt in it, and he's like, oh, the tartan's, you know, wrong, but it's fine. And he yeah. goes, what's wrong with the tartan? He's like, it doesn't matter. It's a Scottish thing. Yeah. Keanu says something. He's like, yeah, I, I know. I know who you are. How do you know who I am? And he's like, I also have a day job. Yeah. And he's like, what do you do? And he's like, I work in advertising. He's like, for who? And he's like, and when he says Baker Bohannon, he says it the same way that they say in the beginning, which is like, Baker Bohannon. Like, like it yeah. inherently has, like, a stank Menace. on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says it as though he heard him say it early in the film, yeah. <laughs> which was funny to me. But yeah, and he's like, so you got the hot dog thing? And he's like, does it really matter? And yeah. he's, like, and he's like, you should have told me. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, dude. He's like, you're ch- that Chaz Wadley? Yeah, that's yeah. right. He knows the name. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, if yeah. I had known who you were, and he's like, what? You would have been different? Been le- more of a dick to me? Right. Because like, you're kind of a dick to me. Yeah. But like, Chaz is a decent person who gets that like, He's going through something. Yeah. Well, and also Chaz is like, yeah, I leave my day job at work and then I come here and have my own fucking life with my boyfriend or my husband or whatever the hell. Yeah. Whatever their relationship is. And, you know, but he's like, obviously you're like going through a thing because otherwise uh, Sarah would have adopted you as as November. Right. Because, yeah, we've already established that Chaz knows like what the deal her. Yeah. M.O. is it, it is serial helping. 
Yeah. At this point is what we know about it. This whole blowout gets interrupted because the phone rings and Sarah answers. I can't talk right now. Right. I don't want to talk well, about this. Well, she's like, he's not here right now. And does a whole like, you know, well, why are you even calling? She's like, no, I, I'm not going to get into this with you. You know, She's getting more and more visibly yeah. upset. And yes. then she hangs up after a minute, says like, I have a migraine. I'm leaving. I have to go home. Yeah. And so she leaves and Keanu's like, what was that? And he's like, oh, she, you know, she has like, she gets migraines. And he goes, no, but like, who was the call? And he's like, that was your sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's also like, why are you calling here? Yeah. And she says something to Chaz where she's like, I can't believe, you know, you have been talking to her. And he goes, do you want to do this now? Yeah. And she's like, no. And then she's like, I have a migraine. And she leaves. That's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Keanu's like, who was the phone call? It was her sister. What's that about? And he's like, I can't tell you. Right. He's like, it's not for me to tell you. Yeah. The implication that there's some kind of family drama. Right. But it's not any of your business. Right. It's not any of my business to tell. Right. Like, right. So. If she wants you to know, she'll tell you. Otherwise, leave it alone. Next thing I have in my notes is Nelson takes a meeting with Edgar Price. That's Frank Langella. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Him and Vince are going to. Uh, and and um, Sarah even like is like, look, like we said no business and stuff. And he's like, it's just one meeting and I'll be back. And, you know. Yeah. Oh, we have both cats in the studio. Welcome, welcome to the show, both cats. So, <laughs> they take the meeting. I he's don't... an even bigger dick than Keanu used to be. Yes, like yeah, he's a huge dick. Is like incredibly rude to the waitress, and like not just rude to her, makes her cry. Rude right, to but her. like calls her like out in front of the whole dining room, insults her, and then like as she's over by like this you know servers like area like like crying, he's like she should be fired. Keanu Reeves tells him to fuck off. Yeah. And he's like, I have a, I have a counter offer. Fuck you. And he like leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and Vince is pissed. But so Price even yeah, called cause... out Vince in the meeting. He's like, no offense, but like, I, I accepted you at this meeting because you work with him. I want to work with him, not you. And so him, Vince is him being Keanu, Keanu yeah. right? And so Vince is like, you. Yeah. So he's fucking, you know, cucked now. Um, yeah. Business yeah. cucked. And so then right. Keanu's like, fuck you. I don't need your job. And Vince yells at him a whole bunch about, like, you're fucking this up for me. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm not working for that guy. And, like, if you want to work for him, you can work for him. You're not going to get me to work for him because you want to work for him. That's, I don't give a shit. Right. And then Allison's favorite song plays. Yo, okay, so they use this Enya song twice. It's called Only Time. I thought there were multiple Enya songs in this. From what I remembered, but who can say where the wind blows and your dumb nose only time and somebody stole a tube sock? It was the rock, you jabron. <laughs> Is that not how it goes? I've always had a hard time understanding the lyrics to that song. It's who can say where the road goes, where the day flows, only time. And who can say if your love grows as your heart chose only time. It's not actually a very well-written song. And he has done better. It doesn't better. have to be because it sounds like an Enya song. It's very yeah. breathy and airy and yeah. you could do yoga to it or you could have some sensual slow love making to it or you could bake a cake to it in a very relaxing environment. You could just be in the tub. You could just be in the tub and when you fart, nobody knows because nobody's there. Only time. <laughs> only time. <laughs> Who can say if I fart in the tub? Only time. But Allison was so excited for this song because this is all she talked about in like the week leading up to us watching well, this. Well, because I was like, there's a bunch like, there's of... So much there's fucking so much Enya. Enya in this. And there's no, so much fucking Enya not. in this and I'm so excited. Yeah. 
No, there's not. There is one song that they play twice, twice. and I think it was also in the fucking trailer. It's probably in the trailer. I feel really deprived <laughs> of, of all the possible Enya. This is insane. What an insane thing. Uh, I'm just buying you some Enya. It's yeah. Fine. Well, and again, leading up to this, you know, I kept on going, is it Enya? Which is the Gatorade <laughs> no, advertising. No, the Gatorade advertising is, is it in you? Yeah. But for this, it's, is it Enya? <laughs> is it Enya? <laughs> and I'm also going to need a Photoshop for that, sweetheart. Um, so now it's Thanksgiving. So this is oh, a Halloween man. movie and a Thanksgiving movie and also a stealth Christmas movie. We'll get there. Yeah. Sarah and Nelson are talking about, like, Thanksgiving plans. Yes. And so she's a vegetarian. Because yeah, they, they bring weird... it up a couple times. She's yeah. like, oh, we have vegan. Uh, oh, I can make you breakfast. I have vegan bacon or whatever. Yeah. It's a weird girl thing being a vegetarian in the early 2000s and stuff. And then also, like, she's very into animals and everything. Right. So. But yeah, so... Uh, I don't eat meat because I'm a veterinarian. <laughs> I think that was a commercial for, like, HBO. Really? Yeah, there was, like, a commercial okay. that was, like... It either was for HBO or was a commercial that I saw on HBO. For some reason, I associate it with specifically HBO. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, a, everybody likes whatever. And it was, like, different caricatures of people. But the one was, like, a girl going, And I don't eat meat because I'm a veterinarian. Yeah. Which is supposed to be fun because she's dumb because she says vegetarian wrong. But it's, like, those things actually make sense together. Yeah. The buzzword for us is flexitarian. Oh, because we don't eat a lot of meat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, no. like, we also invented beans. Beans are a thing. I did invent beans. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it on the show. Um, but I was like, you know what we need as, like, a society? I did it for society. I didn't do it for the fame. I didn't do it for the money. I didn't do it for the... The money is good. Though. I get a lot of money from beans. Um, But I was like, you know what we need? We need a musical fruit. <laughs> You know, it's just like, it's like a half baked idea. And Allison was like, well, you should, you should bake it. I was yeah, like, I baked should. beans. I was like, fuck, that's a good idea. So I was like, well, first I have to create beans so that I can make baked beans. And she was like, all right. And she supported me this whole time, which I mean, that's why we stayed together is because like I was, you know, I was working 20 hours a day. I was barely sleeping. I was barely eating anything but beans. So I was farting a lot. And I was, you know, I sunk all my family yeah. fortune, which was considerable, into, you know, creating beans. And yeah. then, oh my God, traveling back in time to disperse them amongst the native peoples. Yeah, first I was a human being, and then <gasps> I'd been there, done that, once I traveled back in time. <laughs> I hate, I hate, she just sat on those two puns the whole time I was talking. Boy, that's great. <laughs> Because you are what you eat, and we're human beans. Yep, and now I'm a has-been. Well, Well, podcast over. Yeah. Go out, leave them wanting more. It's Uh, specifically more discussion about the movie because we didn't finish it, but we're good. (laughs) Hey, watch, great watch. I invented beans. (laughs) So many shirts, and they're all so good. Oh, boy. It's such a good I, shirt. I mean, yes, it's because inscrutable. it's inscrutable. <laughs> it's inscrutable. Okay, so. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, they're she talking says, about the menu a little bit. They're talking about the menu. They're talking about the whole thing. She says, uh, Thanksgiving is the one time it's good to be trad, she says. I don't remember that. Trad? Yeah. Traditional. Traditional. In the early 2000s, yeah, trad was like. Yeah, we shortened everything, yeah. Well, also, like, trad was the idea of, like. 
it, it was a prototype to the idea now of like you know anything like oh this is a traditional family so that's trad like yeah you know as opposed to now we're very familiar and, and comfortable with the concept of like your found family like who do you have Thanksgiving with? The people I fucking want to. I'm not inviting my uncle I, d- I hate because I have to for some dumb reason. Like, but so her thing is Thanksgiving is the one time of year it's good to be trad because like we're, I'm going to do turkey and stuffing and whatever. Like the menu is going to be the expected Thanksgiving menu, the cliche. And he's like, oh, so are you going to invite your family? And she's like, I don't want to talk about this. And he's like, so it's not good to be trad. Do you want to take and a minute to talk about our Thanksgivings? What's our Thanksgivings? What are you going to talk about? I've mentioned um, Fiesta giving two people which was a menu that uh, uh us our roommates and assorted uh, uh, satellite friends cultivated who we were all going to have thanksgiving together of uh mexican and uh, latin american influenced food menu items we did enchiladas yeah. and we did mexican hot chocolate pie yes and uh cranberry salsa cranberry uh, salsa yeah stuff yeah. like that um yeah yeah i've had i've had people be like well it's so you know Weird and stuff. I'm like, well, it's... We're almost at 100 episodes, and if you haven't picked up the concept of there are no fucking rules, right. live your life however you want to as yeah. long as you don't harm other people. Like, I don't want to get all Satanist with you, but, like, <laughs> as long as you're not hurting other people for no reason, you're good. Do what you mm-hmm. want to do. Fiesta. And that, that includes Thanksgiving. If you yeah. want to have a Thanksgiving where all you eat are round foods, go for it. You want yeah. to have a Thanksgiving that's all soup, and that's cool with everybody that's coming to Thanksgiving? Dope. Go for it. Who gives a shit you want to do a fucking you know fast food thanksgiving and only like oh we're gonna order a a a turkey gobbler from wawa we're gonna get mashed potatoes from boston market or whatever the fuck go ahead no one can stop you live your best life like we are happy for you please send us your photos if you were in a place that does not have wawa what the gobbler is is essentially putting thanksgiving fixins on a hoagie roll but so, yeah, it's yeah, the thing they yeah. do here in Philly. We're, yeah. very, we're very creative. We invented the tomato <laughs> pie. I know Jersey will argue that. Fight me on the White House lawn. <laughs> Why are you going to make everybody fucking commute? Because <laughs> they're less likely to fight me. <laughs> Jersey's not far. Like, if I piss off the wrong Jersey and they will cross the bridge we will and come meet fight in the me. center of the Ben Franklin Bridge. That's too close. That's me <laughs> meeting them halfway. Right. <laughs> Plus, if, they, if they're like, I will fight you on the White House lawn, then... They go there and they text me and they're like, I'm here. Where are you? I'm like, I thought we said the seventh. (laughs) I'm at my cousin's bar mitzvah. (laughs) But yeah, so yes, our Thanksgiving is. Our Thanksgivings are good. Yeah. Because we only invite the people we want to see. And we eat the things we want to eat. We eat eat a ton of the food we want to eat. There's leftovers. Everybody that partakes of drugs partakes yeah. of them a lot. I know you. And the next day, there is plenty of. We don't have to worry about cooking more food the next day. You just hang out. I know you put this podcast on, not realizing that we had the secret to happiness, but here you go. And you're welcome. Okay, so I'm going to move, skip right along because we're just dithering. Sure. It turns out Sarah's not okay. Nelson proposes to her. Yes. Marry me. And she's like, no, that's crazy. You're just saying that, whatever. His phone rings in mm-hmm. a cabinet that she had stuck it in. He opens it, takes the phone out. Marry me. Drops it in the sink. Actually, I mean, bef- before all that, she gives away Ernie. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The, the, well, she was fostering Ernie. Sure. She rescued yeah. the dogs yes. and was fostering them and found somebody to take Ernie. Yeah. And she was bummed out by it. When I said Sarah is not okay, she's like, it turns out she has cancer. We mentioned this a couple times. I don't know yeah. if you picked up on my very, very subtle things where I talked about how she has cancer, but yeah. she has cancer. She's kind of weak. She's not feeling great. He keeps being like, are you okay? Because you look kind of shitty right now. Are you all right? And she goes, oh, I just miss Ernie. And that's like a recurring thing. The two of them kind of get into a fight and he walks out and Abner asks him to adopt him. <laughs> yeah, Abner's like, 
hey, how's it going? And he's like, uh, it's all right. I've had better days, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, cool. Do you want to adopt me? And he's like, that's wild of you to just say that on the street like this. <laughs> you've been kind of a dad. And then right. You've like, been way more dad, dad than my not dad. And, and my mom doesn't really hang out with me. My mom's not, <laughs> she's like, is my mom's not in this movie? Dude, I can't. And so then Abner's like, okay, but like, there's like a dad day at school and would you just want to bring your dad do that? and would you want to be my bring dad and he's like yeah i would and then there's the marriage right and the kerplunking of the watch and the cell phone yeah, into he, the he also sink. plops off his watch drops that in the sink and yeah. the, every time he drops the phone he's like marry me and she's like laughing she's like what wow and he does undoes the watch and he drops it he's like marry me and she's like <laughs> so just a moment before this we saw her unlock a cabinet in her apartment yeah. That is like locked by a key. Yeah. And she takes that and it opens it and it's full of prescription bottles and she takes some of them and that's she's not feeling mm-hmm. great. And he asks what's the matter and she says she misses Ernie. Okay. She's like, I can't marry you and I can't tell you what's going on. And he's yeah. like, so you won't lie to me, but you won't tell me the truth either. Right. Because lying by omission doesn't count. Again, I, I'm not against lying. I don't think it's like a good practice to do all the time, but sometimes it's totally fine. But if you're just walking around being like, yeah, I invented beans. Fuck you. You didn't invent beans. I invented beans. Fight me on the White House lawn. For who invented beans? The bean belt. I don't think you should have that on the White House lawn. I think you should have that in Lima, in Peru. Lima bean? Yeah, the Lima bean belt. Yeah. Are there no places actually named after beans or vice versa? I guess not. Yeah. All right, good job. Lima's it. (laughs) So I'll fight you on the White House lawn in Lima. It's up to you to get it there. I don't got to do everything. I invented beans, okay? <laughs> Moving right along. Uh-huh. So she's lying by omission. He's like, what's in this cabinet? Opens it up. But yeah, he takes her key, opens the cabinet, he sees all the things. She has a fit. So she's in the hospital. Yeah, Chat- she, she like collapses. She throws up yeah. on the ground. They're kind of like struggling. Like she's like pushing him and he's yeah. trying to like grab her and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is all this? Like, this is crazy. And she, like, pushes him back. And at one point, I was like, I have a pretty good idea where everything in this room is. And he's got to be walking through that vomit right now. Who can say (laughs) where the vomit is? Who can say where the vomit is? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So her backstory is she has cancer. Yes. She was part of this uh, pet business. Yeah. She found out about the cancer. Mm-hmm. She fought it for, I think she says, a year. Yeah. And it wasn't getting her anywhere, and it was just, like, making her miserable because she felt shitty all the time because cancer treatments are really exhausting and affect your body negatively. But the idea is that maybe they will cure the cancer. Yeah. Well, um, the idea is that it's not going to kill you just barely, but it's going to kill what is killing you. Right. Just barely. Right. And she was like, it's not working, and and it's gonna make the rest of my if i continue these treatments it's gonna make the rest of my life miserable so i'm discontinuing treatment and i'm just gonna live as long as i get to live and And i'm going to spend my time trying to make an impact on people right kind of like that's where this whole thing of like mr october and mr november and stuff comes from is like she's like i'm going to take people that need help and help them right people that don't get how like precious life is yeah that are too focused on bullshit that doesn't matter because like, yeah, your like, hot dog advertising job 
I, mean, I think we talked about, or not, but like in the movie they talk about like, oh, October like wasn't assertive and I taught him how to be assertive and stuff. And then November like doesn't know how to love, but also this is the first time that like I wanted to love somebody back like that. She at one point, right? I mean, somewhere in here, this is the, you know, finale type uh, end act of the film. She's talking to Chaz and she's like, he proposed and he's like, well, that's not the first time, you know, that's happened. And she goes, yeah, but it's the first time I considered saying yes, or the first time I wanted to say yes. Yeah. And, because it's like, yeah, he's Keanu Reeves, why wouldn't you? Right. Have you seen him? <laughs> he's the one. He's, he really is. He's El Uno. He is El Uno. In, in the hospital, she, you know, it's like, yeah, let's just get out of here and stuff, so he takes her out without a wheelchair, because it's well, romantic. I just wanted to clear uh, out the, uh, the rift with her family is over her discontinuing treatment. They... Yeah, they want her to fight more than she's fight. And I mean, you know, this was a whole thing that was kind of new in the early 2000s that we've kind of trod a little bit more now. But like, it's the it's the right to die. It's the right right to euthanasia. It's whether right. or not like you can, you know. It's the Dr. Kevorkian thing. Of yeah, like, go I out can, on your own terms. Right. You, you, know? you want to die. I can do that for you. Right. Is this legal? Unsure. But that is why she hasn't spoken to her family. And, you know, she she took she got paid out of her part ownership of the business or whatever yeah she had her sister buy her out and everything yeah, yeah. so uh then allison's favorite song plays again yeah as allison mentioned she has nelson bring her she's like bust me out of here so he carries her out allison was like no wheelchair and i was like it's more romantic it's yeah. officer and a gentleman yeah yeah i mean like in a, in a real hospital they'd give you a wheelchair to take her out in it's also but, it's yeah. a hard Listen, as somebody who's tried, it's harder to steal people from hospitals than it is in this movie. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I don't look like Keanu Reeves. If yeah. I look like Keanu Reeves, they might be like, He's an go ahead, Neo. Yeah, right. You see how handsome that guy is? He can take whoever he wants. He can take me. So, Chaz and uh, Brandon are going to take care of Sarah. Yeah, they and... uh, they come upstairs when he brings her home. They put her in a bath, and they're like... Yeah, I mean, Chaz kind of does a thing of, like, you know, well, you're just November, and, like, we're her family, kind right. of. And like, do- like, don't worry about it. But they're doing a thing with her where, yeah. you know, Chaz's like, you know, come on, honey, like, oh, we're going to give you, I don't remember, like, we're going to give you codeine, that's your favorite. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, yeah, like, I feel like shit. But yeah. they've obviously dealt with a couple of, like, about- episodes, yeah, episodes of, right. like, yeah, her taking a turn. Yeah. Um. So they put her in a bath, and they're going to help her, like, you know, calm down, give her some stuff. And she says, like, I don't want him to see me like this and so chaz is yeah, like yeah i mean that's, that's chaz is like that's fine he's leaving and so chaz like starts to shut the door and uh nelson's like but w- uh, uh, w- well he's kind of like i want to be here and he's like yeah but she doesn't want you here so yeah. you're gonna leave yeah and he's like but yeah. you she doesn't want you here i'm sorry yeah. like he say he says like i'm sorry like yeah i know you want to be here but that's not yeah that's yeah. not the deal at this juncture right so he shuts the, the door because there's this thing where she uh talking to chaz you know and whatever and this is i think this is the like they're he, pre- he preparing proposed. for thanksgiving and, yeah and yeah and she's, she's like, like he, he proposed, proposed and he's like well that's not the first time that's happened you know and she's like yeah it's the first time i considered saying yes or i wanted to say yes or i wanted to consider saying yes yeah and he goes all i know is it's better to have the people uh that love you around you yeah. for as long as you can I get, yeah, then they're having Thanksgiving. Is there anything else between that and Thanksgiving dinner? Keanu does go to Father's Day or Dad's Day or whatever with Abner. Yeah, he like bumps into Abner and Abner's like, you forgot. And he's like, uh. I think it was right after he got kicked out of the bathroom. Like, Abner's like, 
Hey! Is it because we're ready to go? Like, yeah. wait, when did this happen? There's no time in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he's kind of the Denny of the situation. I'm talking about the room. <laughs> the movie, the room. Yeah. yeah, like, I wonder if that's I what... did not hit her. I did not. Yeah, I wonder if this is what Denny's informed by because, oh yeah, it's... Oh, my God, it's... that's so weird. That's such a weird thought that's not wrong. No, because here's the thing. is like, this is actually played by a child, so it makes actually more sense. Actually played by a child, set in San Francisco. Yeah. A similar fucking, like, deal. Yeah, kind of, a little bit. Kind of, yeah. I just want to Except that the mom has the cancer in the room. Well, because he probably started with, like, I'll do a cancer movie. Everybody will cry at you. Like, I oh, wept boy. like a child, sweet November. And then it was like... God, is this the ur text for then the he room? Was like, Cause that's okay. I'm gonna have to cut this out because this might be an article. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Keanu goes to uh, Abner's school, kind of apropos of very little. It's just this is just like... to give Abner's fucking story an arc, right? And give it closure. Cause, yeah. Yeah. He just goes like, so I don't really have dad, so I brought Nelson, and that's kind of it. Like nothing happens with it narratively. It doesn't force Nelson to realize anything. I, mean, I was like, kind of annoyed that nothing happened. The movie just kind of ends and we'll get there, but I'll, I'll talk about it when we get there, but I, I was annoyed at this. Go, continue, sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of where it gets a little, like, doing things to be evocative or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess it's supposed to prove that, like, now he's actually making these human connections, but, like... Look, he did something for someone else. He sat in a classroom while right, a child talked. Right, like... He's it, a good guy now. It ends up being kind of hollow, because it's not like we see them together I will get to why it feels hollow this. to me. Yeah. But we'll get to the... It's, it has to be a thing that comes literally at the end. Mm-hmm. Because of the... I kept waiting for a thing to happen at the end that doesn't happen. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck then? Yep. So yeah, he does sit in the classroom, but nothing comes of it. Right. And so then, then they're having Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, and by they, it's uh, Sarah and Chaz and Brandon and like a couple of other people that we've seen. Is from Abner the there? And like he might I think be. Abner's there. And, and then like, like the, the people that are in the bookstore on the corner yeah. that we just sort of see in passing a couple. Yeah, of she times. mentions them yeah. once. She's like, oh, he has a crazy name. His name is like Ishtar or something. She's like, oh, and Ishtar owns the used bookstore. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. I don't want to be a part of your life. This is early on in their relationship yeah. before like, all the montages. It's, it's weird that you know all your neighbors. Yeah, he's <laughs> like. like you talk to people? Why? Do they need advertising at their used bookstore? Because sex sells? Yeah, right. It's yeah. a woman opening her legs like a book. That would be his pitch. Mm-hmm. It's like horny madmen. Yeah. Is that a is that a Twitter account that I should start? Horny madmen. It's just me picking a vi- a product and it's taking like any fucking John Ham meme from Madman and just putting like something sexual on the whiteboard. Jello pudding. It's like you can finger it. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's funnier if it's just like you can finger it, regardless of what the what product the thing is. is. They're having Thanksgiving, and this movie turns into a fucking home invasion movie. No, it does. He does come down the fire escape. This fucking to lunatic. This fucking lunatic bursts through the window. Hunter, fire escapes are very romantic. Think Pretty Women, woman, and <laughs> I mean probably other things. Yeah, uh, it's very. It's in a lot of romantic movies. Um, yes, Pretty Woman, as you said. Yeah, West Side Story. West Side Story. Both both West Side Stories have uh, yeah. fire escape stuff. Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> Previous episode, very yeah. romantic. Yeah, yep. Jackie yeah. Chan jumps that big gulf for love. Yeah, he jumps from sure. that uh, parking garage to the neighboring building because of love. Uh huh. So he comes in. He's like Sarah Cornflower or whatever your last name is. I don't care. You deserve Christmas. 
The subtext here is you'll be dead before Christmas, so I'm going to do Christmas now. And Chaz is cool as shit because he started doing this thing where I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He's gently ushering everyone out so they can yeah. have this romantic thing. Yeah, he's but like, I oh, I out. feel like Chinese food all of a sudden. Yeah, which is like very cool. And I would not have thought to do that if I were him. I would have just been like, oh no, we're seeing where this goes. <laughs> and I'd be like... I would be like, this is so romantic, but did you bring me anything? You knew I was going to be here. It's fucking Thanksgiving. You you had a rough idea who was going to be here, and you had to assume it was going to be me. I'm her best friend. Did you bring me anything? Candy bar. Nothing? A matchbox car. Anything? Yeah, Chad's like, let's all get the fuck out of here, and they all leave. Yeah, so now it's just Nelson and Sarah again. Yep, and it's the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, he's like, I have a lot of gifts for you in my sack, except this time it's not a euphemism. Right, right. He's already given her that one a couple of times. The 12 gifts are all things reminiscent of stuff we've seen previously It's really sweet. It's movie. very sweet, like, romantic comedy stuff where he's like, I very clearly remember our relationship. Yeah. What Hunter thinks is Columbo salami. I'm pretty sure that's I, what he said. It might be. I don't remember. I didn't write down the brand of salami. I didn't know it would be a plot point. The Columbo salami. Yeah. How we first met. A rainbow wig. She wore a wig when they were dog napping. Eddie and his brother cohort, whatever. Littermate. Yeah. A whip. On the third day of yeah, Christmas. I know. A, a whip because of all of her rules, and it's actually yeah, he, a very It's kind of a callback because yeah. he made like a couple comments. Oh, so, like, yeah, you have like, a lot of rules, so, like you're like a dominatrix. Yeah. A very big bottle of perfume for that special something a woman leaves on a man. Yes. Yeah. Was it a book about uh, why is Harriet so hairy, which is a book on our transvestite friends? Yes. Understanding our transvestite friends. Yeah. Um, a bubble machine to make tiny bubbles because they took a lot of baths together. Yes. And she just seemed to be a general fan of baths. She doesn't have a shower. She has a yeah. claw foot tub. Yeah. Train tokens for the uh, trolley that they're on a bunch. Right. Some records and then also dance lessons so that she can learn to stay off of his toes. Yeah. That was a whole thing. That's part of the montage is like them dancing together and him stepping on or her stepping on his feet. Yeah. And him being like, no, this is how you how you dance. You know, follow my lead. You're dancing bad. And uh, a dishwasher because she hates doing dishes. Yeah. It's a little like a countertop dishwasher type thing. Yeah. And then uh, Ernie has been returned. Yes. Um, Very sweet. And the last gift is a song, because at one point she's like, you know, like, what did you want to be when you were a kid? And he was like, I mean, I want to be well, a singer. It's part of his backstory is yeah. like, my dad really liked all these old singers. And, you know, my dad, like, was a door-to-door salesman, and we were really broke all the time. And when he was home, he would lock himself in his room and listen to these records by guys like Perry Como and, I don't know, whoever else, like, whatever, singers for a while i wanted to be a singer and she's like so you could like impress him and he's like no because they were everything he wasn't they were successful and blah 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 like it just it kind of reinforces that he hasn't done enough growth yet like he's sharing which is new but also he's like i'm a dick yeah and i mean like also not really getting like the the nuance of like oh i want to be seen as a cool guy versus like living authentically and all that yeah what he sings is time after time 1947 yeah romantic jazz standard yeah sammy khan jewel stein yeah but to be clear not the cindy lopper song yes um and yeah he's dressed up like a crooner he's got like a white 
jacket on and a bow tie and everything. Yeah, he looks like and, Indiana Jones yeah. in the beginning of uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah. Then when they go back to her place, he's got a whole bunch of calendars hung up. They're all set to November. And he's like, yeah. I do just want to point out. He's like, and for the 12th thing, it's a bit special or whatever. And then we iris out. Yeah. A fucking film transition that has not appeared in this film yeah. at all. There are no there are no transitions of that sort. No. At all. We either cut or fade. There's nothing else. There are no fucking wipes. Like, nothing. And then we iris out to this club. So I was like, is this reality? Like, is this a David Lynch movie now? Like, he's performing in, like, the blue box or whatever? Yeah. Like, the fuck is happening? Is this the real life? Right. Is this just fantasy? fantasy? Is this just fantasy? <laughs> is it in you? So. But that was just so weird that I, I wrote iris out and I, like, underlined it. Oh, it was yeah. so fucking wild to... It's just such a weird thing all of a sudden to happen. Well, because they need to, you to understand that this is still the same bit. It's just that a actually different confused location. me in, yeah. a, in a huge way. Yeah, sure. Because also, like, isn't Chaz there? Like, oh yeah, it's clear like a bunch of time has passed because and, like yeah. he was like, okay, get all your friends. Yeah. We're going to a second location. I'm going to change. Like, it's so fucking weird. It would have been, be- I mean, not better. It, yeah. It would have well, been better. Well, and then also, not, better not everybody's out... in on this because he totally crashed Thanksgiving. Right. And they left. Yeah. But he pulled out that dishwasher, the, like tabletop dishwasher, countertop dishwasher. He could have just pulled out a karaoke machine. It was 2001. My friend had one. They existed. It wasn't like, oh, this yeah. technology's not ready. He should have just pulled out a karaoke machine and fucking been like, hold on, hold on, plug it in, hold on, hit the buttons, and then be like, I'm going to sing now. Yeah. Isn't it romantic? It was just so weird and, like, flashy in a way that's annoying for the end of this movie. Sure. I mean, maybe they cut this out, but, like, oh, yeah, it's not even, like, the drag club that, you know, they perform at. Oh, my God, it would have been so good if it was the drag club. Oh, my God, that's so much, such a better choice. Right. Yeah, if it was, like, whatever, the birdcage, like. Yeah, like, it's it's not a meaningful location in any way. No, it's never a place they've been, as far as I can recall at all. And, like, yeah, it would have been great if it's, like. Chaz and uh, you know his his boyfriend Michael Rosemont Brandon Brandon Brenda are there in like drag right like they're Cherry and Cherry and Brenda and like it's a drag club something right or or just like in the audience and it's it's clearly like on stage at the drag club yeah yeah honestly then it would have been like oh I talked to Chaz right set this up right and that's why he was like I'll get everybody out of you know yeah and we are family (laughs) I got all my sisters and me to do this for you because I love you and I want to marry you even though you're dying. Is that Royal Tenenbaum? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. That lady looks a lot like Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Come on. It's a kind of callback sure. to the birdcage. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, so... You so know. then we go back to her apartment because so, that location doesn't matter except right, for this bit. Right, right, So he did he did a song and then they go back to her place and he has hung up a bunch of calendars and every month is November and it's like, yeah, it can be, it can be November. We can decide. It's November all the time. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, marry me. We're both independently wealthy. She, they sleep together one more time then she tries to sneak out and he wakes up and follows her and is like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm going home and I don't want you to be here for the end of this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she's like, I'm leaving so I'm giving you time to get your shit Yeah. and pack up and leave. Yeah. And he's like, no, I want to be with you. And she's like, you can't. I don't want you to see this. I want to be 
perfect right. and strong in, in the way memory. that you know and that's how i'm gonna live on and stuff and like right, and he's like i just I'm, want you and she's like you have me forever now let me go yeah so they do the whole blind man's bluff she, thing again like, where she your eyes. holds him with her scarf right. like they'd been doing in the apartment before and this time when he takes it off she's gone yeah he's blindfolded he kind of looks like neo at the end of the matrix trilogy with that fucking blindfold on <laughs> yeah stumbling towards uh sure. i believe that giant baby head made of like uh you know squids and fucking robot things is called uh deus ex machina oh boy or whatever it might just be called ex machina or whatever sure. i don't know it's kind of like that and he stumbles forward and he takes blindfold off and she gone this is a remake of a 1968 movie that i never watched um, is it also called also sweet called november? sweet november okay written by herman rocher and directed by Robert Ellis Miller. In that one, the ending is different where she's ill and it's terminal and whatever. But so the ending for the uh, 60s Sweet November is that she already has his bag packed so that he can leave before December comes. And like she had already picked a December person. Also, their October shows up in the uh, 68 version. Yeah, that felt like a so, drop thread in this because they spend kind of a lot of time like alluding to October. Yeah. And making it like giving him dimension. Yeah. Being like, he was shy, lacked confidence. I gave him confidence. And then he proposed and it got too serious. And that's why we ended it prematurely, which sure. is why I was able to, you know, talk to you before November started and whatever. In in this version. She's... Which one? Which is this? 60s? No, in the 2001. 2001 version, it's kind of like, you know, you are very special to me. You know, this is the last time I'm doing this. I'm going home to be with my family and then to die ultimately. He's kind of recognized as special in a way that it seems like the 60s, like the 68 one. It was like, no, you are November and now November is over and there will be a December. Yes, yeah. you were special. Yeah. Like, we will always have this time. Right. And I mean, also like, you know, oh, you knew the deal when we started this kind right. of thing. So it, it sort of makes me see this in a different light, I guess, in that it is a more gentle ending, even if it's very like abrupt and, you know, kind of bleak in a way. This one? Yeah. 2001? Yes. Because, yeah, this kind of ends with him like on, I guess, like a walkway with a lot of dead leaves early morning, like grays and blues yeah. and very like kind of quiet and sad <laughs> yeah she vanishes like a fucking jedi yeah i'm sure you're gonna talk about this but like there's not really any kind of like an after or an epilogue no it just ends here this is the thing that annoyed me is i was like okay so we'll get a postscript of like him and abner enduring growth right right it's not just he was like wow what a great piece of tail <laughs> yeah or whatever because it's like none of this shit means anything to him like, I threw my phone in the sink. You're rich as dicks, dude. But my watch, I threw that too. I'm sure you have a dozen. I don't give a fuck. I've seen, like, Doctor Strange has a fucking drawer full of watches. Like, my brother should... has a drawer full of watches. Right. Like, if you're a watch dude, you got watches. It's not like it's your only watch. It actually means way more if it's your only watch. It's not. You're incredibly wealthy. You don't have to worry about shit. You live in San Francisco, and you don't have a job. Yeah, if you got eight of them, we don't even care if it's your favorite watch. Right, like... So it's like none of this shit, all, I, but I showed up on Thanksgiving and ruined a, a nice touching family meal so that I could make it all about me. But I brought a bunch of gifts, but only for her, not for anyone else. And it's like, okay, that's not really cool. That kind of sucks ass. 
Chaz and maybe, you know, Brandon, like, helped make a whole meal. And you're like, no, I'm going to give her a dog and a bubble machine and a wig and then we're going to fuck. Get out. Like, that sucks, dude. <laughs> that really sucks. But I wanted, I did it so I could show her how much I love her. Cool. Can I have turkey? Like, I helped make a whole meal for me and my neighbors and friends. And you're like, get out so I can screw. <laughs> They're not doing turkey. They're doing chestnut turkey. Or chestnut whatever. turkey. Yeah, tofurkey, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, can I, yeah. can I get part of this meal? Can I get the mac and cheese? Like, I spent hours on this mac and cheese. There's five cheeses in it, dude. It took me all goddamn day. I don't... <laughs> great. That's so fucking romantic. You couldn't be like, I brought uh, food to Thanksgiving. I showed up and I brought food and gifts and I could make it a whole thing. This is very about you and about proving to her that you're... A better you. Present and listening. Right. But the movie just ends, so we don't know if that's actually true. Right. So, like, yeah, I wanted, like, him with Abner at something, at graduation that year. You know, I mean, it's not graduation because he's, like, in grade school. It's not like he gets a diploma. But, like, you know, whatever. Like, last day of school. Or, yeah, like... at the science fair. Right. Or, like, I don't know, maybe he does field hockey. Who right. knows? During the credits, <laughs> we can't get, like, five little things of, like, you know, it could be him having Thanksgiving the next year with Chaz and, you know, Brandon and like the, the neighbors again with like a photo of a framed photo of her on the table or at the, the headboard or, you know, like, and it's him and, and Abner doing some flying kites, you know, across the street from the houses from full house, like, <laughs> or whatever, like, Oh, look, he maintains relationships with these people, even though it doesn't benefit him to do it. And he doesn't have to, and no one's making him and he doesn't get anything from it. You couldn't put that in the credits. They couldn't show any human growth. He's just like, I want to marry you. And she's like, no, I'm a ghost now. Yeah. And she goes smoke bomb and then she disappears. And he's like, guess the movie's over. And it it is. That's how the movie ends. What? Could you have made a better movie? Who can say? (laughs) Who Who can can say if the ending was actually that good? So, yeah. I think I clocked this pretty well <laughs> when I was younger, even in my cynicism. If you're very into dramatic uh, romance things. Sad sack shit. Yeah. yeah. Like really like doomed romance Cause stuff. Because like, and, cause like yeah. you and I had seen Scarlet Street now relatively recently, like I've within the last co- yeah. calendar year. And so like it's kind of that level of melodrama where if that's really your jam... This might be fun for you. <laughs> Scarlet Street is, I think, a very different animal. Okay, yeah. Scarlet Street is an exercise in, like, how bleak can we get? Yeah, Scarlet Street is Fritz Lang, uh, and it's it's an incredibly mm-hmm. bleak ending to a film. Yeah. This is sad, but I wouldn't say it's bleak, because, no. again, he's... It's got, like, kind of a hopeful bent to it, but it is... It leaves... Okay, it leaves open-ended enough that he might be a good person now. Yeah. But also... He can totally get an advertising job or do anything because he's independently wealthy. Like, there's no, like, like, literally the end of Scarlet Street is the main character dying alone on the street being seen as a madman. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very, um, Les Miserables versus Rent, I guess, in in the musical theater parlance. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, we don't have, yeah, it's, it's, this is sad, but that is, like, really bleak. Yeah. It is a huge bummer. This is kind of a downer. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, they're very different animals. But yes, they're both downer endings. They're not happy endings. No. Which is cool. Sure. I enjoy that. But, like, 
yeah, I don't know. Just show me anything that shows that this guy, like, again, the happy ending would be, he's like, no, but I talked to that, I talked to Frank Langella. I actually took the job for him because it turns out the thing he wanted me to advertise is a cure for cancer. <laughs> and I gave it to you and you weren't looking and now you're fine. And then it cuts, it cuts to it. It says like five years later and that's them surrounded by all the poodles and all their children and they're all flying kites with Uncle Abner and all and, the poodle children. Right, and all the poodle children, and they all talk because it's like, look who's talking. <laughs> that's their, That's a happy ending. But, like, a decent ending would just be like, oh, I have maintained this growth that I learned. Yeah. Like, she affected me on a level that changed who I am for the positive. Uh, whereas, like, I don't know, he could easily, you know, Sweet November 2 could literally be him, like, treating every woman he meets for the rest of his life like a hooker because the only time I ever fell in love, she, she died of died. cancer. Yeah. Now I will never love again. Like, And I don't eat hot dogs either. Yeah, because they're meat. And she would hate that. She would hate that. <laughs> okay. I guess the salami was for the dogs? Good question. Or maybe somebody else. It was a gift. just for Abner. Yeah? You see Abner like gnawing on a salami like it's an yeah. ear of corn. Yeah, just going to give the neighborhood kids some cured meats because that's definitely normal behavior. Good question. <laughs> maybe Colombo sausage is vegan. I don't think that's true. Don't know. You don't know what it is, and I don't know what it is. So yeah. it could be anything. Who can say? Who can say what Colombo sausage is made of? All right. Do you want to vote on this thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think this was a good watch. I think this was probably a hate watch. And here's the thing, is like again, if it's very if it's if this genre is your jam. That goes without saying. You don't need to say this every time. time. Okay. If this sounds like a thing you would like, watch it. That's that's the unspoken rule, yeah. but for you personally, sure. yeah. what is this movie? Yeah. No. No. I think Teenage Me, Jade as she might have been, was on the money on this one. I don't think it was actually a, a very good one. There were parts of it that were cute and funny and stuff. It's it's well acted. It's fine. Yeah. Neither of them is that good in it. No. Neither of them gets to do anything much. Yeah. Like, story-wise, his arc is not great. It's kind of fun watching Keanu be a dick because, like, we like him. Yeah. And he generally doesn't do that. Like, right. he doesn't play a lot of villains. Yeah. He plays complicated characters sometimes, but it's always interesting seeing him play a villain. He doesn't get to do anything fun in this, really. Like, again, the hot dog pitch meeting is, like, great because yeah. that's a fun scene. And, like, he gets to cut loose and do something. Yeah. But the rest of the time, like, his actions and the scenes are very, like, mundane. It's yeah. having conversations in a coffee house or on a beach with some dogs or walking around or standing in her apartment or whatever. And it's okay. He's frequently stilted on purpose. Yeah. And it's just mm. like, and she doesn't get much to do despite being like the linchpin of the whole thing. Like she doesn't get a lot, you know, she gets to do some I'm sick acting, which might be like a fun thing as an actress. Yeah. You know, him, him paying the submarine driver is like the funnest thing that happens after he hooks up with her. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, this is a fun scene. Like he's, you know, using his powers for good. He's Batman now. He's using his wealth yeah. to help Gotham city. Well, and cause that, that the guy that he takes a meeting with, he doesn't go far enough with just telling him off. Right. He just like kind of in a polite way, in a way that doesn't really burn bridges. Yeah. Like, it's like, thank you, but no, thank you. And I'm going like, to pass. Yeah. And he's like, your name is going to be mud. And he's like, I don't really care. And right. that's kind of it. Right. Yeah. And he leaves. Whereas like, yeah, a more fun scene is like, he embarrasses that guy the same way that guy embarrassed the waitress. Yeah. Like you could pour the fucking glass of water on the guy's like crotch and be like, do you see that? That old man wet his pants. Also, I heard he was a dick. 
<laughs> like, or anything. Like, it could be anything. Yeah. Take his fucking credit card and be like, drinks on the house. On that old piece of shit. It could be a fun scene. Like, any kind of... Because, again, this is a... It's a romantic comedy, ostensibly. Like, well, you could I'm... be... It is, dude. Yeah. That hot dog fucking pitch yeah. meeting is not in a fucking drama. Okay. It doesn't yeah. exist in a drama. Sure. Yeah. Having a drawing of a child eating a giant fucking dick hot dog, it doesn't exist in a, a, a serious drama. I'm sorry. Fair, I guess. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, you want this to be taken seriously, an austere drama? He's just, it's just a, an off the money pitch. But it's not a comedically horny pitch. Right. So, like, it could have been funnier. And we could have shown more growth and the two lead actors who we both know have chops and have gone on to do great things could have done more. The characters at the periphery could have been more colorful. This felt like it was trying to walk a line, but didn't really know where that line was. Like, again, it's, it, it comes off more as an austere type drama that might have a joke or two, but it's like, it's definitely marketed and front loaded as a comedy. And it's kind of not, the messaging is kind of a mess. It's, it's too fucking airy. Like, I felt more emotionally involved talking about the theoretical weight of these things, these moments and these decisions and these interactions than I did at all watching the film. That's a very interesting observance, I guess. Uh, that's just me. Yeah, observation. There have definitely been times where, like, I discovered nuance in talking about things. And then this is, yeah, probably one of the first times where I'm like, no, this could have been yeah. more impactful, punchier, or have more weight. If yeah, the, you know. like us talking about ha you having to make a decision when, you know, like your quality of life and when you want to die and choosing that decision is not in this movie. It's it's in the periphery. It's in the subtext, yeah. but it's not in this there. Like we understand that's what the divide between her and her family is. There's no scene with the family. We don't get to, you know, no. hear them be like, but we love you. We want, you know, we want you to be with us as long as you can. You need to fight. So the idea that this was something already decided and that you are an outside kind of observer, maybe having an opinion, but not necessarily having the room to voice it is interesting, but they also didn't really do anything with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's sort of like the thing is like, yeah, like this, this is how it is and you're, you're not going to be the shift in the balance. But at the same time, you matter is, I guess, what's happening here, which is... Also, like, it, it is blurrier than what the original work was described as. That that could also be a story that they didn't really pursue, is ha being in a situation where you don't necessarily have influence. Right. But they weren't really exploring that. No, because, that like, yeah, he been... goes he goes from, like, ambivalence to, like, again, like, kind of caring, but not really having, like... Isn't there like a Rick and Morty thing where he's like, I care now. You made me care more. Like, it's that. It's the uh, it's iced tea. Yeah, it's the water tea. Water tea, yeah. <laughs> kind of what he does in this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to make this like impactful and have weight. The bottom of the second act should have been her being like, I have cancer. And it could be the same thing. She could have, you know, have an episode, go to the hospital, have to tell him. And then the third act is him showing up being like, Christmas now. And doing Christmas. And then the third act is all of, like, him spending time with her for the, you know, and being like, uh, we should get married. And her being like, no, you have till the end of the month. Because Thanksgiving is 24th. Like It is the last, last Thursday. Thursday. So it's usually like, yeah. So, yeah, there's I like mean, a window in which Thanksgiving can happen. Right. That's right. It's yeah. the last Thursday. So, um, 
Let me see. Let me, it was 2001 this came out. Yeah. So. What day of the week yeah, was I'm Thanksgiving? Okay. So Thanksgiving 2001 was November 22nd. Oh, okay. So it's the fourth Thursday. So they had uh, eight days, a full week and a day. Because I was like, otherwise it's one day. And I was like, okay, then that timeline tracks. But yeah, yeah in November 2001, they he, he could have been like, let's get married. Every day is November. Look, I, I ruined all these other calendars. Again, I'm independently wealthy. I bought 700 fucking calendars and just tore out the November page and hung them all up in your apartment. Actually, did I do that or did I literally pay someone else to do that? That's yeah. what happened. Also, when did I have the time to do that between like taking you no, he to... Paid guy, he gave that homeless guy that had his suit $20 and was like, do all this work. And the guy was like, cool, I'm destitute, so I'll take whatever I can get. But yeah, he could have been like, every day is November. It's November forever. I'm with you forever. And she's like, no, you have eight days. No, and you know when december comes like we mm -hmm. you knew what this was and then that could be a whole thing with him yes like you said accepting this dealing with it learning to like appreciate it appreciate the time that you have which is her journey in microcosm that you know that's actually very interesting yeah <laughs> i done did it i just made yeah, a movie about right? it right yeah yeah so this was a this was a watch i didn't personally like it yeah. but i don't hate yeah. it Watch skewing hate watches. How I it is a going, negative. Yeah. It is a negative watch. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't like it at all. But I don't hate it. It's not really hateable. It's just not very good. I don't think it accomplishes what it feels like it wants to. Right, and also not enough Enya. Not enough. No, honestly, like yeah. Put there's other songs in this, and I'm just like, you know, you don't give a shit about these other songs. You know, you just want Enya. Yeah. They play it twice. Right. You must have really wanted it. They don't play any other shit twice. I don't even remember any of the other stuff. It's probably like a Bare Naked Ladies song. It was the right time. Uh, I don't think B&L was in there. But <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. B&L. I, <laughs> I know you're on the initials basis with them. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny. We just log into bnl.com. I'm a member. See? Oh, nope. They're not in it. There's a Paula Cole song, apparently a Stevie Nicks song. Yes. A Tracy Dawn song. K.D. Lang. Bobby Darren. Jackie Wilson. Oh, I Tegan forgot. and Sarah? Wow. Really? Wait. Yeah, apparently my number is apparently on there. Oh, wow. Bare Naked Ladies, off the hook. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm good at this. Decent soundtrack. It's fine, yeah. yeah. It's 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 very, you know, Not it's bad. a romantic comedy, like a romantic yeah. comedy type soundtrack. Like, it's yeah. par for the course. Um, sure. You obviously wanted the Enya song, so just put a bunch of Enya. Like, have Enya score the thing or just, yeah. you know, whatever. And ditch the comedy. You want You want some levity in there you don't want it to be back to front melodrama I, I i disagree with the dishonesty of it like it's either a funny movie or it's not a funny movie but this doesn't really know if it is or not like he sinks a, some kids boats uh, uh vince doesn't remember his date's name like those are kind of funny but they're not like funny sure they're kind of played straight and it's like, it just kind of feels like a melodrama anyway with like, uh, it's front loaded to make it appear as though it's going to be like more wacky and fun. I didn't, I didn't talk about this at the time, but uh, when she goes to uh, free Ernie and his brother or yeah. whatever. Littermate. She, yeah. She puts a wig on and stuff and she's like, you're going to wait for me. Right. And he goes, uh, and she takes his keys and she's <laughs> like, you're going to wait for me. And then she gets out of the car. Yeah. And that was pretty funny. Yeah. And that's the stuff like. <laughs> The, their, all their interaction, their meet cute is very like meet cute. Yeah. It works. And like, yeah. yeah, them going dog napping and whatever. But like once she's like, live with me for a month, it becomes this like middling gray area thing. Sure. Where it's... It was also very funny to me where he's like, oh yeah. Uh, when, when they're going to do the, um, the dinner party with cherry and brandy. Yeah. 
you know, he's like, oh, yeah, it's very um, pink flamingos. <laughs> oh, yeah, this was good. And like, Cherry goes like, oh, yeah. And you know, he's got an accent. But yeah. He's like, Brandy comes out and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Brandy's like, what? And he's yeah. he's like, he says, I look like divine. <laughs> and Brandy's like, oh, my. <laughs> like, it's, it's really, that's very funny. Yeah. And like, that's the kind of humor you could have in it, sure, even if you yeah. get to the quote unquote jokes. Yeah. Like, personal interaction here. yeah yes like yeah and that so there, been... are, there are a couple of genuine moments in here that i found pretty funny yeah 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 but a lot of the time it's just like yeah him acting like a dick in an unfunny way sure and the movie being like this is very serious and it's like it's not he should be a dick in a funny way an amusing yeah. person to watch be a jerk yeah where is your watch drawer i would like to put away my watch uh, uh sure yeah <laughs> Yeah, she could be like, you know, stop checking your watch. You don't need your watch. Throw, take it off, throw it in the garbage. That's fine. I have I have a dozen more. And when he throws his watch in the sink, she could be like, you have a dozen more. And yeah. he's like, I'll throw them all in the sink. Like, yeah. that's kind sure. of fun and cute. Yeah. It could be anything. You know, the heart of the movie is like, look how cute these two are together. And look at, look at how sweet their relationship is once he opens up. Right. It's just kind of nothing. Because it's like, it's doomed. It's kind of airy, and anytime you know things seem like they're heading anywhere, one of them derails it narratively. Sure, yeah. He's like, I have to go take a meeting, and you know, he's like, let's get married. And she's like, I can't tell you why I can't. Bye, I'm throwing up now. Like you're just like, okay. The movie is like yeah, really playing the... its hand that like well, something coming, and it's like it's just annoying. Right. I think there's a misapprehension that or the I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Make a word up. <laughs> Make a word up that describes how you feel. Um. No, go ahead, do it. Think that yeah, Gorkledank. Yeah. It's so easy to make words up, and you're not doing it. Yeah, I think there's the Gorkledank. The the <laughs> that them having this distance makes their relationship more poignant. Yeah, and it doesn't. I mean, maybe it does if you're the right age or whatever, and you know, longing is all you know about love or something. You know, like yeah, and I mean, because there's, like, there's teen, definitely teens a long, are big in the longing. Oh yeah, there's a long and illustrious history of like you know all the romantic novels yeah. being about longing, and in fact, we've had a recent discussion among our friend group about the the Amish romance novels because that's all longing. It's well, all yeah, just pining and not being able to touch yeah so. yeah i mean like yes and like yeah that if that is your you know your target audience then maybe this lands better but you said it didn't really work for you and you were in that age bracket. no but again like i said i was kind of a jaded ute who yeah. can say oh boy <laughs> so yeah i mean like again you've softened and even in your softening you don't like it so no yeah yeah yeah. There are better movies that do this, I'm sure. sure, you know. Yeah. Doomed romances are a dime a dozen. And yeah. the, and movies with Charlize Theron and Keanu Reeves doing better acting that are more yeah. enjoyable to watch, no matter what the end result is or the genre, like, yeah. they're out there. If you want more of a bittersweet ending, um, A Walk to Remember trod some similar oh, things. I'd, I'd, I'd have to, I don't remember. Yeah. I might have seen it, but I don't remember. I know who's in it and all. Yeah. But there's a bunch of things from around that time that all kind of get lumped in because they were just on TV at the same time. And sure. I don't remember. But... Yeah, actually, this is, I guess, technically a universal pan. So what would you suggest people watch instead of this? If they're looking for this kind of vibe, I usually try to think of something that scratches the same itch. If you were like, oh, I want kind of sort of romantic, you know, like whatever, whatever. Yeah, because hmm. I would say a walk to remember if you want the bittersweet ending. I would say just watch a bunch of Dharma and Greg if you want the, like, you know, stuck-up 
dude with the weird girl. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what was kind of... This is more my speed, which is maybe why I like it more. Um, there's a movie called White Palace. I have never heard of this, I don't think. I, it's a, one of the VHSs that I watched. I think you were at work. Okay. It's Okay, so it's kind of it's kind of sexier. It's it's not it's not a tragic like terminal illness thing, right? Susan Sarandon is an older woman and she okay. is romancing James Spader, who is a younger man, and he's a dick. He's a like rich dick. Oh shit, it might actually be fucking advertising. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is actually now that I say this. It's like a friend's oh, his friend is um Jason Alexander, I think. Uh, is is huh. getting uh getting married. They're having like a the you know, bachelor party and they sure. order a bunch of like burgers from a diner burger joint thing okay so it's based on a novel and in the novel it was i think it was written as a white castle but they couldn't get the licensing so it's white palace right Mm -hmm. and it becomes the name of a diner where they apparently make burgers but so he goes back because he's like uh i paid for this many burgers and i didn't get all 50 or whatever you know i paid for 50 burgers i didn't get 50 and he kind of berates her Mm -hmm. and she's the counter girl you know well fine fuck you whatever he leaves so then later they're drinking at the same bar in town and she sees him, you know, she kind of goes and hits on him. And then it's like, Hey, so you were kind of a dick to me at work. You should buy me a drink. And they hit it off and they sleep together. And then they, it begins this like romance. And they're from two different worlds where she's like a lot freer yeah. than he is. And he's very buttoned down and whatever. The movie's got some ups and downs and yeah, she's a little unrefined for his high society, you know, friend group and family and all that shit. So mm-hmm. they split and she leaves town and he gives up everything at the end, spoilers, to go meet up with her. And they passionately make out on a table in the diner she now works in, in like whatever city. But it's like kind of steamy up until that point. Mm-hmm. And it's a similar arc. And at the end, like, you're kind of like, oh, good. I hope they work it out. Like, yeah. And that scratched, that's you know, scratched much more of an itch, you know, than this did for me. Again, it doesn't, it's, again, it's not a terminal illness thing, so it doesn't click all those boxes, but there's a lot more similarities than I realized when I started talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I would recommend White Palace. Pretty good. So. So. Allison, thank you very much for uh, recommending, watching, and talking for an inordinately long amount of time about yeah. this movie. Yeah. Oh, we'll cut it down. It's fine. Mayor, thanks for hanging out on the floor and mostly being asleep. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. You can email us with any questions, comments, all the usual jazz at right hate watch great watch. That's W R I T E H W G W at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at H W G W podcast on both those platforms. You can get us every other Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday on moviejohn.com. And please consider supporting the Movie John Patreon. That's patreon.com slash moviejawnjohn. Lots of fun stuff there. Keeps the lights on and uh, hopefully one day affords us the time and freedom to, you know, do a lot more of this sort of stuff. Podcasts and movies and writing and talking about podcasts and movies. Mm -hmm. These are all venues in which you can offer to fight Hunter on the White House lawn as well. That's true. But we would prefer... You yep. do it by subscribing to the Patreon. And if you listen to this episode and you didn't like it, please leave us a five-star review to tell us how much you didn't like it. Yeah. On a scale of one to five, how much do you hate us? Right. Five is a lot. One is... I'm... Barely. Yeah, barely. I barely hate you. I mostly like you. Conversely, if you like us and you want to leave us a five-star review to tell us how much you like us, five is I like you very much. And one is... Yeah. Definitely don't hate you. Any reviews are good reviews, but I will tell you that any review with less than five stars will not be read. <laughs> <laughs> so if you really want me to read your comments 
Five stars. All right, we gotta go. This is entirely too long. <laughs> Will this podcast be edited down to a, you know, uh, digestible size episode? Who can say? Only time. Only time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Love us, or you can hate us, but leave a review. That's right. Words. <laughs> yes, five stars. If you hate us, say in the review you hate us, and then give us five stars to let us know how angry you are at us. Yeah. Because if you're just on like a scale of one to five, right? How on much scale of one to five us? stars, like the review <laughs> is the qualifier. The review lets us know if you if this is a positive review or a negative review. If you say podcast isn't for me, and then you give us five stars, I go, oh wow, they really re- we're really not for them. Mm-hmm. But if you say, like, oh, what was that one we got? It was, like, man-hating whatever libtards or something. And, and, it, and it was, like, one star. And I'm like, so he just, like, talks a lot, talks a big game, but actually can't back it up like a bitch. So, again, meet me on the White House lawn, and we will settle this, like, real men through the art of professional wrestling. Yeah. This has been a Movie John podcast.